Yo, what's going on everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 178. Thank you for joining us tonight. So real quick, have to give a big shout out to Joe from Scarlet Sprites for joining us last week. It was awesome having him on. And we last week we switched over to arcades and this week we wanted to be a little more positive. There's always bad news in the gaming world, so we figured we'd be a little happy for once and just talk about some new releases. So we thought we'd give some other friends of ours a night off from talking about the other horrors of the internet. So tonight we have Mario and Gay Luigi from the Thought Cops. Boys gay Luigi? What the fuck do you mean, Gay Luigi? What? what? Gay Luigi? <laughs> gay Luigi. I just thought you were really happy to be here. Shit. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. <laughs> gay Luigi? <laughs> So, speaking of Gay well, Luigi... Wait, wait, hold on, Grant, he had to take a moment from just hating on the new Little Mermaid and just had to throw that out there, so, you know. Wait, who was? Kevin? Kevin, are you Jim. upset that... Oh, Jim was. No, not me. Hey, I'm... Hey, purple, green, I don't care what color she is, okay? Look, I'm just sick of the whamming out there, just trying to bitch and bitch and woke their way into things, all right? I have to take a stand. Take a stand against a children's movie? Yes, exactly. What are you, a baby? <laughs> no, I'm trying to make some goddamn money here. I have to grift that easy. Ah, uh, shit. You're right. My bad. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be stealing your coins. He's got a family to feed, Grant. <laughs> yeah. He's got some Koopas to feed Goomba. What the fuck do they eat? What do any of those things eat? Oh, that's a good question. I, I maybe toads. I think just Italians. And Italians, yes. <laughs> But guys, for anyone who doesn't know, where can they find you and give them shoutouts to everywhere? <laughs> yeah, Nintendo, uh, uh, Redmond, Washington, and Kyoto, Japan. No, you can find uh, Thought Cops over at youtube.com slash Thought Cops. You can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you guys mind if I smoke in here? No, Grant, damn it, we talked about this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Grant, you want to continue with the plugs? Yeah, uh, Thought Cops, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, YouTube, Patreon.com slash ThoughtCops, Twitter.com slash RealThoughtCops, Instagram.com slash ThoughtCops, uh, TikTok.com slash ThoughtCops. I like the idea of doing plugs at the front of the episode where we have not proved ourselves at all. Yeah, people are just like, I'm never going to yeah, look Yeah, who at the it. fuck are these guys? Why am I going to go to like five or six websites to go? They're not even funny yet. Yeah, yet. What's this we'll see if shtick? It happens. Why are they wearing those? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Why have we not explained this for guys, the audio portion? Yeah. You guys have actually probably been on here the second most. This is your third time. Hell yeah. You've been on your guys' podcast a couple times, so... Everyone knows you guys by this point, so well, they, they, know, they know what they're getting. What into. an honor! And if they don't, they're getting a gay Luigi. So what else? Hey, do you and need? you know, if you don't uh, <laughs> follow us, you know, we put out content. Uh, we should have you guys back on again. Maybe Hell this yeah. week. I don't know if we have a guest yet, but uh, we'll we'll talk. <laughs> we'll DM. That works. How you guys been though? Uh, I know in the past you guys it seems on and off with the drinking, and I know Monday nights are always weird, but. We've we've all gotten drunk together before, but then I know sometimes we don't. So you guys, you got anything in your glasses tonight? Yeah, today I unfortunately I'm drinking green tea because I am fighting off Ooh. a nasty cold. Mm. You could be drinking a hot toddy. That's my go-to. You could. Yeah. Well, I, I usually I do like one of those 
like a day. Not not like a day, but like <laughs> I won't do more than one a day. I'll do like I'll make it a point to do like maybe one hot toddy if I'm sick. It'll sort of loosen me up, and then you know. So, Kevin, if you What's want to go to whiskey with that, uh, just what whatever's laying around doesn't matter. Now, what about you, Graham? What you got? Uh, I got a flask. I don't know what's in it. I'm gonna. Oh, mystery flask. Uh, it's gasoline. <laughs> Ooh, that's expensive, Brand. How'd you how'd you afford that? Oh, thanks a lot, Brandon. No, this is um, <laughs> this is Four Roses single barrel Ooh, uh, whiskey that I've put into a stainless steel flask that I clean by just pouring some water in it and flicking it towards the wall and hoping that mold doesn't grow. <laughs> <laughs> Four Roses is uh, that's a damn good stuff, and yeah, putting it in a flask it's a bold move. I like it. Yeah, it's fine. There's nothing else in the flask. I hope so. You know, yeah, the alcohol kills it. You're fine. Yeah, that's what I figure. Jim, what the hell was that? I just saw you lift up. What this? Are you just drinking Coke? Oh no. yeah, it looked it looked like a Coke can at first. I was like, what the hell? No, I am drinking from the uh, Shiner Beer Company. Part of their Tex Hex line. It's a Desert Mirage Hazy IPA. So it's an IPA brewed with uh, cactus water and comes in an 8% alcohol. I'm not, That's cool. Yeah, I'm What's not really getting cactus like? at all. It's just another Hazy IPA, but it's good. Yeah. Do you gotta... know what to look for when you're trying to taste cactus? Have you had not cactus? <laughs> I'm the worst person to host a beer podcast. Bryce sits over here and goes, yeah, you can really taste the brightness and the aftertaste. And I go, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it tastes like <laughs> beer. I would imagine it's is cactus... fucking beer gets you fucking drunk. Yeah. I got to imagine cactus is related to aloe, and you can eat aloe. I don't know if it tastes like aloe or not. It's definitely got like a. It's lighter and smoother than normal. Like I have no idea what cactus water tastes like, or I don't even think I've ever tried cactus itself. So, what yeah. about a cactus um, cooler, Jim? Does it taste anything like that, or ecto cooler? Ecto cooler. I am getting the hints of ecto cooler in the uh, in the aftertaste. So. But no, you it's ever, actually pretty good. And at 8%, it goes down pretty damn smooth. So it's probably going to be dangerous. And I got a free point glass with it. So You ever jump on top of a cactus and uh, lose some heart points because its <laughs> spikes go through your fine Italian leather shoes? <laughs> Jim, the real question is, when are you going to do uh, the LA Beast Challenge and try and eat a live cactus? Um, I don't know when we get more patrons, then I'll do it. That's where all the food stunts are going. So I will gladly whore myself out in my body for extra shekels. God damn it's the only way I'm getting them. So I am do- going with the Oma Gang, All Hollows Dark. It's a black lager coming in at. Wow, it's only 5%. So it's really light hmm. for a black lager. Um, goes down really smooth. It's a nice alternative to just regular ass lagers. A lot more flavor, a little bit more malt. So it's a it's a bit sweet, but it's not gonna be so sweet that like it turns you off if you like regular style beers. So yeah, Oma Gang always makes good stuff. But it's, they always tend to sell them. It's becoming that time of year. I don't know if mm-hmm. it's uh, cooling down by you guys, but I think Wednesday, Thursday, we should be getting a cold front and sliding straight into the autumnal, uh, the spoopy season. Uh, so I feel like that's that's a good uh, that's a good beer for like this time of year. I feel like is that when the booze come out? Yeah, unless it's daytime, then they go away. Or unless you look at them. <laughs> yeah, that's the or key. unless you look at they're them. actually well, quite they're shy. shy. Yeah, not to be confused they're with shy guys who I also don't like. I hate everybody that I gotta fucking jump on. <laughs> well, in now, the some real games. question is, 
Is it true, Luigi, you still jump higher than Mario? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but white you guys hit? can't jump, but, like, fat Italian white guys definitely can't jump. You think I got Luigi's that long fat? slander. No, I'm saying Mario's fat. Yeah, he is. Mario's yeah. rotund. He's mm-hmm. he's like one of those fat guys who is surprisingly athletic. Like you see, like you ever see like a fat guy like play basketball or run around, and you're like, damn, that guy, he has some fucking speed. Yeah, he's for- he's sort of like Adam Sandler in a way, you know, because Adam Sandler is like what in his fifties, and he's still like playing basketball and just sinking three pointers and shit, and you're like, he's still got it. Some would say Bob Hoskins was the perfect Mario. Just because piece. he had he, he had he, he wasn't uh he wasn't really fat but he w- certainly what you wouldn't call him felt so yeah i don't know but the real question guys so before we hop into nintendo direct and all these things what have you guys been playing for this past two weeks a lot of stardew valley yeah you're gonna get the same answer <laughs> from both of us uh kevin really? kevin got me back on the stardew craze i've put i feel like 60 hours into the past two weeks of it i don't know if kevin's addiction is as bad as mine it's pretty bad oh. I, I i tried giving this game a shot like what four years ago because i remember grant yeah. you played it for a while like way back yeah in the, yeah like well, i was gonna say way back in the day but that was like what when the switch was kind of new and yeah you got uh because you got we're both playing on switch and yeah, I remember I tried playing it the first time, and I don't know, I just couldn't, like, I'm like, why do people like this? This I just couldn't, like, I wasn't, like, picking it up. And then I went back to it again recently, playing with my girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, okay, somebody has to show me the ropes a little bit, and now I'm kind of like, oh, this is actually dangerously addicting. Yeah, you know what it is? It's the 15-minute-long the days. Every single day in Stardew Valley is exactly 15 minutes long, which is, like, the sweet spot. It's... It's like binge watching an entire TV show on accident. It's like you play one day of Stardew Valley and it's 15 minutes and you're like, shit, well, I have to harvest these crops tomorrow. I have to give this gift to this person on their birthday. I have to build this. Uh, I can put one thing in the community center and you get maybe half of those things done. And then you go, well, I didn't get those done, but I have three more things that I have to do. And you just play for like eight hours straight and you like can't put it down. And then it's like two in the morning and it's like, oh. An entire year has gone that. by. Because I, 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 I was like, I guess how Kevin was. I, I just, I did, I don't understand what the appeal is. And in hearing that, I mean, I was addicted when, showing our age, when Sims came out. Like, whatever year that was, two thousand two, maybe three. Um, and I got addicted to like playing that, and it was like stupid shit. Like, oh man, now I can get a fish tank, and like, right, you know, right. all the stupid shit you could do in that game. But like, yeah, those type of games. I guess knowing how many games you guys play and everything, as you're playing this, do you kind of go, I'm not, I'm just doing these kind of mundane tasks. Yeah, I'm doing but, chores or, that I don't want to do at my own home in yeah, my own real like, life. But in my I'm, apartment, just go to shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> letting the dishes pile up. Oh yeah. But is it kind of, do you turn your brain, like, while you're playing it, it is just a nice, like, turn your brain off, you're doing the test, so, so it's not real intense. Yes and no. Like, uh, I mean, like, honestly, there are times where I'm just I'm just fishing for a while, and then there's times where it's like, like Grant was saying, I gotta give somebody this gift, I gotta go there, I gotta do this, I gotta cutscene, yeah, I gotta be there yeah. at five o'clock. And it's like, you're like, I feel like I'm actually, like, getting too into it like it's like stressing me out when i'm like running late to like for like a a dinner with like one of the fucking characters 
Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I think that also there's like a weird, I don't know if this has been a terminology before, but I've, I've been seeing it more and more show up on Tic Tac is this concept of like cozy gaming where these e-girls pour themselves a nice cup of tea and light a candle and play Stardew Valley and put on a blanket and uh, pet their cat and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that I want. I want to be a cozy gamer. I don't. I'm too. I don't want to. I've been playing a lot of Dark Souls before that, which I've never oh. played before, and I streamed a little bit. And now it's like, uh, this is too much chaos and blood and mayhem, and I want to be cozy. All right. It's so have you guys done season? Have you guys done Animal or Animal Crossing? Have you done that, or which one do you like better? Yeah, I play a lot of Animal Crossing growing up, and also the new one. Um, so that was my main, like, I would say, uh, Stardew's closer to a Harvest Moon, which I didn't play too much of because like Harvest Moon and Stardew both have this in-game time system and calendar. Whereas mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, it's like Christmas day is like Christmas day in real life. A whole day is one day. You in die real in life. the game. You die in real life. You got to be careful. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, there are certain aspects. I think there's like a charm to both approaches. Um, I mean, they're both similar kind of games, but you know, uh, with in the case of Stardew, it's like you can do a lot more because the days keep going. But in Animal Crossing, you don't feel as rushed sometimes. Like, it's more of like you can kind of kick back a little bit more and really just get the most out of the day instead of just, like, running around because every hour or day is 15 minutes, you know? Now, does it, here's a really, really, really stupid question. Is there an actual, like, end to here's a like a playthrough here's a real stupid answer um i don't know (laughs) (laughs) kind of though kind of brian because there's like this community center in stardew valley that you have to collect all these different items from all the different seasons and it took me because like it took me four in-game years to fully complete it because i was kind of doing other stuff along the way and if i found something that goes in there to complete this package then i would do it that's kind of the end but then there's also like a ton of quote-unquote post-game content yeah so it goes and it goes and it goes and i feel like i'm maybe starting to run out a little bit but i'm still having fun even like um i think my last time that i played it i think this is maybe my third or fourth time but the last time that i played it i um i tried very hard to get the community center done within the first year and then the game kind of sucked after that because (laughs) it's like well you know it it's supposed to be something where, like, yeah, you get certain moments where, like, everything builds up in your head and you're like, oh, let me go through this checklist of stuff that I want to do. But also, it's like, it's not like a, it's not like Mario where you got you to gotta get to the princess and then you're done, you're done and it's over. It's like, it's supposed to be like a lifestyle simulator sort of game. So you're supposed to take it maybe a little easier sort of thing. So yeah, that, I feel like... it can kind of suck the enjoyment out of it. Yeah, co- yeah, coming at games with the approach of like, okay, how do I beat this? You know, not every game has to like be beaten necessarily, but I feel like we're wired to think that way because we have so many games to play nowadays. So it's like, okay, what at what point do I stop playing this and move on to the next thing? Yeah, no, exactly. And that, that was kind of my thought. I, I think of even more open-ended games, use like Skyrim as an example. You can keep playing after you finish all the side quests and things, and you could, in theory, do other shit. But really, there is a, like, 
a main quest or a main story that you could go through. I didn't really think there'd be one in Stardew Valley, but I guess, like you're saying, if it's a community center, then that's kind of it. And that's sort of, that's one aspect. And then, like, even after you beat the community center, there's more and more and more and more that you can continue doing, different places you can go and stuff like that. But then there's also, like, people that can 100% complete it by getting every single item, making every single thing, doing every, like getting every single person up to a certain heart level, like, you know, you can 100% it. And then I've even seen people, like, do speed runs of the game, which is, like, insane to me, you know? Um, but I I guess just like any other game, it's like, well, there's no wrong way to play it. <laughs> there's just, I to me, less enjoyable ways to play it, you know? Yeah. Hmm. What about you, Jambers? I know you ain't playing Stardew Valley. <laughs> no, I've been playing Spider-Man on PS4, so it's one of our Patreon request review games. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's been a long time since I've played like a sandboxy superhero game. Is that your and first time su- playing it? Yeah, it is my first time touching this one. So what do you I think? think the last. It's pretty good. It doesn't feel like because like I played like a shitload of these back in like the PS2 era. So like I was playing the Spider-Man's back then and Hulk Ultimate Destruction and even like prototype into the next gen. So. It doesn't feel like too big of a leap forward, but it's still like really well done. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's the first good one that's been out in like a decade and a half. So did it's you nice. like the, it's like a throwback? Did you like the Batman Arkham games? I only played Arkham Asylum. I got to get around to like the later ones that are like more open. Yeah, I mean, so. I would say like the Spider Man is in some ways better. I guess it, it has a better story for sure. But I mean, the gameplay is like buttery smooth though. Just flying around, or, uh, swinging around, and beating up people and helping that's out the, best the police. Part of- every spider-man game is the swinging around you have to get the swinging right if you don't get the swinging right it's like i'm will never play this game but if you get the swinging right i will play and just swing around the city non-stop for forever Mm -hmm. did you see there was actually a tweet today of like someone did a first person mod for it so they were showing just them like swinging around a city and all like the quick turns and shit it's basically a vomit simulator at that point but it looks pretty cool like you throw that on a vr that'll be a freaking wild ride hmm yeah, yeah no, I'm having a good time with it. It's, you know, pretty simple. It's like, you know, swing around, beat up a bunch of guys, and swing some more. But for what it is, it's good. So I'm like four hours in. I got to do some more. And doing a tiny bit. I've just started doing XCOM, too. So I'm only into tutorial stages, so I can't really say if it's good or not yet. But no, I'm excited to get into that. Nice. That'd be my more veg out kind of game. Yeah, now with Spider-Man, I am, <laughs> Jim, as you're notorious for and not caring about story, I hope you're mm-hmm. not just skipping all the cutscenes. No, I'm paying attention to the cutscenes. Okay. Now for now for these reviews, I definitely pay attention to like everything with the game. So no, the story's pretty good so far, and the voice acting's fucking phenomenal. So nice, almost way better than I was expecting. But no, so far very t- solid time. It feels like it's like a definitive version of like the Spider-Man world, like more so mm-hmm. than almost any of the movies to me. I don't know. It, it doesn't like it. Kind of like gives you a brief glimpse of the backstory we all know, but then it just drops you in, sort of, kind of, uh, kind of early in his career. Where he's like, what? He's in college. I'm thinking the game, right? Yeah. 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 yeah Doc Ox is professor and all that stuff. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. It's a nice little timeline. It's I like that it's not doing like retreading the fucking origin like every other one does. So mm-hmm. like, just thank God that's been done to death. But no, yeah, very I feel solid like game. that's become a trend with a lot of superhero stuff lately. Like, just skip. We've seen Batman's parents die. We've seen Uncle Ben die. Just skip it. Whatever. I was actually well. I don't. I don't want to ruin it. Y'all have seen the newest Spider-Man. The 
oops all spider-mans yeah that movie. I, I haven't seen it yet but i mean i basically know what happens uh, from well, what i don't, don't want to spoil it then but like yeah like one of the origin aspects of the story was so like twisted and turned on its head that when it happened i was like genuinely surprised i was mm-hmm. like i didn't know that they were gonna do that mm-hmm. oh shit now i guess i do have to watch it all right yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. It's not I wouldn't say that it's my favorite thing ever, but there were definitely some good moments and I think that it's probably worth watching as a Spider-Man fan. What is your favorite thing ever? Uh cigarettes. Do you guys <laughs> mind if I'd light up or Grant? No, bad Grant. Bad Gay Luigi. Just because like you're afraid of like advertisers and stuff on youtube or you're gonna oh, stick up his room advertisers. Oh, oh no our t- our, all that money we rake in from advertising on youtube oh yeah. no <laughs> i don't have to it's fine <laughs> unless they're menthol if they're menthol then it's fine yeah i thought isn't menthol like illegal now or Wait, what did i read like a huffington post article is that still around thanks Brandon. what year is it <laughs> didn't wasn't was didn't uh joe brandon make uh, menthol oh. cigarettes illegal or something like that? Isn't that true? So that is lie? dark and evil. In June, the FDA proposes rule prohibiting menthol cigarettes. What? Did that go through or no? Uh, it was proposed. I don't see that it was ruled on yet, but they're proposing it, and I guess trying to get it, get it banned, essentially. Because they're saying because you're flavoring cigarettes, it's more tempting for kids. I don't think kids are like, oh, let me get a hit of those menthols. I think that maybe they're more like, oh, yeah, ooh, fruit punch flavored vape. Like, I, I mean, it's been a long time coming since uh, Joe Camel was aired for kids, and then now they're worried about menthol. <laughs> I think the vaping thing is a bigger issue, oh, but I also yeah. think that it's a lesser issue because it's not as bad, but it can be because it gives you popcorn lung. Which is cool if you're going to see the new Spider-Man movie, but other than that, it's not great. It's, not, it's no good. <laughs> yeah, and like I was a former smoker, and I can tell you, like none of us smoked them for the flavor, even with the menthol. It like took the tinge off a little bit, but it's like you're going mmm num 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 peppermint. Yeah, you, you did it to look cool, right, Jim? Exactly. <laughs> to look cool and to try and hang it out is, with girls you know who what? wouldn't talk to me earlier. Smoking Otherwise. does look cool. Like it I look does. so much cooler like this than I do. Not like this, you know? Grant, put the cigarette back. <laughs> I just don't want it to get too she- wet from having <laughs> it in my mouth. But. Yeah, I, uh, so Jim, I'm glad you finally are starting to play a good game for once. But what? Uh, I always play good games. You don't play shit. Uh, <laughs> but no, I actually, speaking of a crazy game before I'm getting to a good game, so I played another puppet combo, which is an indie horror developer, Night at the Gates of Hell. I just streamed that on Twitch. One of the craziest goddamn openings to a game where you're about to get laid in a cemetery and zombies bite the tits off your date, and they show it in full PS1-style graphics, which is ridiculous. The game is ridiculous. If you like 80s Italian zombie movies, then you'll love this game. Hey, is, it, is it a PS1 game? 80s Italian zombies. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, so, it, it's on Steam, oh. but Puppet Combo has made a ton of indie horror games, but they do it in like PS1 style. That's what I was. That's a big thing these days. Like I, I've mm-hmm. seen like what is that like Bloodborne uh, demastered D-made. and stuff like that. I, I love I love that people are embracing this like poly, like early polygon art style because so many people are like ooh like N64 and PlayStation One games are so ugly. 
And it's like, I mean, I, I, I grew up with it, so maybe I'm a little bit biased, but I think there's a certain charm to that, like, just early attempt at 3D. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and I, I'm, think- I'm the same way. There were so many fucking like eight bit indie games, sixteen bit indie games, and it was like, all right, guys, we get it. It's a it's a throwback. We got to pick something else to throw back to now. Okay, how yep. about the nineties? <laughs> I think that there's a charm, and I think that more as technology gets better, it's worth exploring that type of stuff. But uh, Kevin, I know we talked about the one time uh, when I was playing uh, Final Fantasy VII for the f- first time, and I was like, man. <laughs> This like hurts my eyes to look at. I get that they're like whatever. It's it's cutting edge for the time, and there's there's an aesthetic there, and there's a charm there. But like some of these levels, like I can't like my brain isn't processing what the fu- and I can't like keep looking at it. You can't go back to it now. Yeah, and well, some things I think maybe have held up a little better. Um, but that in particular stood out to me as like, oh, maybe this isn't like an era that I'm as fond of as like maybe I think that I remember. You know, so was it just like that little jank guy running across the screen and like behind his beautiful pre-rendered background? And you're like, that's this what is I was going to say. Off. I think that might be it, Grant, because uh, something that I think hasn't aged maybe quite as well as those pre-rendered backgrounds in a lot of those old games. And Final Fantasy VII used a lot of that, where you have the mm-hmm. 3D model running around something that's clearly like. Not it was sort of in the part same... of it, but I also think that it was just like maybe just not as much my thing as I thought that it was, you know. Yeah. But I didn't like grow up playing those games either. Um and it's still one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'll go back and like replay like Majora or something like that and love the shit out of it. And I was getting my girlfriend to play it, and I think she's maybe not as fond of the older graphics. <laughs> well, speaking of that style and Majora. The other game I've been playing, and my, another one of my re- resolution games, is Ocarina of Time, because I played it very small amount way back in the day. Never actually beat it, so I'm committed. I borrowed Jim's copy, fired that bad boy up, put my TV to four three, and uh, yeah, been playing that. And you playing on sixty four? Yep. Yeah. What's the furthest that you've gotten? Before it was uh, just out of the uh, old deco tree, deco tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm actually at right now. So I'm already in Hyrule Castle. I'm like exploring around there. But yeah, back in the day, it just it never grabbed me. Like it was never one that I, I was like, ah, I don't get it. So now I'm playing it, and I'm committed to beating it all the way through. And I want to wait until I'm actually done before I have a full opinion of it. But I think I it's s- one of those that. Um, I had the opposite opinion. Like when I was growing up, I was very grabbed by it, but like yeah. I just like at the time could not get past like after the Great Deku Tree sort of like that was always the level that I remember the most because that's as far as I could get up to yeah. anything <laughs> past that. I was like, I'm ten. I don't, I don't know. know. I can't what to do. do. It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also now my brain is so wired to newer games that like I I went over to uh, the fuck is the name L- Lulu Ranch or something. Um, on the way to the Hyrule Lon Castle. Lon Ranch? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I'm, like, looking for all kinds of stuff there. I'm like, why can't I do anything here? I know I'm going to need a <laughs> horse. And and then I was like, all right, I'm, maybe I'm just missing something. I was like, let me just go over to Hyrule Castle. But, like, th- this is one of those games where I feel like I could easily just – the game is very easy because it guides you very clearly. And that goddamn Navi and her annoying-ass, like – what right. are you doing? Like, or listen, listen. I'm like, God damn it. I, that was like probably one of the first like internet memes was just like shitting on Navi. 
Yeah. Hey, listen. Listen. It's a yeah. little overdone. Yeah. Just, Every just Newgrounds okay. Zelda parody back in the day was like, stupid fucking fairy. And he's like stabbing the fairy to death. And we're all like, <laughs> oh, this is this is art. Yeah. If it wasn't that, it was Slippy. Either one. Yeah. Sli- yeah. Yeah. Slippy yeah. deserved more hate. But yeah, like I said, so I'm playing through it. And yeah, I'm going to beat it all the way through. And, you know, I, I just want to see what my realistic take is and and like i said it was a resolution game it's a game that jim's talked about for a long time and i know plenty of people love it so i wanted to give it a go see what i thought uh, you know what uh you know what's another aspect of those games that's like uh really fucking like hasn't aged well is like the shooting gallery type shit because uh, uh we've been trying to 100 percent majora's mask and we fell off of it a little bit but like in order to get certain, like, heart pieces and in order to get all the masks and stuff like that, you have to do the shooting gallery. And, like, with the N64 polygons, it's just, like, impossible. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I did it, like, when I did Because I, I was older than childhood, but I think it was, like, maybe when I was in college when I played them last. And it was just, like, I must have spent five hours doing this. This is impossible. <laughs> Thank God for save state so we can just, like cheat and get all the way to the end and then just like not have to do the fucking shooting gallery but like mm-hmm. that's that's another thing that's like man this is fucking rough yeah the Thank 3ds God remakes games have gotten better the 3ds remakes had they they had a good use of the gyro controls for that i remember like if you were shooting the, the slingshot or the bow and arrow you could kind of like aim the system a little bit and like fine tune right. your aim better it definitely felt better in the remake i and you know what's funny when i said i was gonna do a resolution game i went between getting the switch remake for ocarina or doing the n64 but i was like let me do the actual n64 let me just do that and instead of doing any remakes to see it from its original what it was meant to be for sure we'll see we'll see how it i mean like we said though n64 games especially they tend not to age the best they don't but there's still something magical about the weird aesthetic of of those polygons. It's kind of like you know, it's cozy still... in a weird way. And I know some of that's probably nostalgia, but they're yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. They're just something like it's, it's, it, it's big, but it's not massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's that world's... ultimate air of like, you had to be there. Cause like, yeah, yeah, a, kid can't go, yeah. a kid can't go back to him and be like, Oh, what the hell is this? But it's not like an eight or 16 bit where it's like, yeah, it's easy to get back into. It's 2d where this is just like that jank is all part of the far, the, the charm. And I think that there's another aspect of those games, too, where, like, because of the, like, technical capabilities, they were able to create, like, these massive levels. But also it was weird because they would just be these massive levels with, like, no other NPCs in them. And it was Mm -hmm. always like, oh, this big but sort of, like, creepy aesthetic of, like, you know, these big open spaces that have these, like, low-quality polygons, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I I feel uneasy, you know, a little bit, creepy, and I think yeah. that some games sort of leaned into that a little more. I think that uh, certain aspects of, like, Majora's Mask, I think, definitely did, mm-hmm. um, and there's other ones, too, but, yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if Nintendo was, like... You know, we're going to put out Mario 64 and 25 years from now, a bunch of Gen Zers are going to be obsessed <laughs> with, like, telling creepy stories about the castle that's supposed right. to be a cute place to hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I believe Nintendo legit was just trying to be wholesome at a time when a lot of things weren't. And it, there wasn't 
they weren't trying to be ironic about it or anything like that. I think it truly is, yeah, just a wholesome, like, kid-friendly game. That's what it is at the end of the day. So That's been their MO for 20 years now. Hey, good on them. Mm-hmm. But what about the haunted apparitions? What about the Lu- – is Luigi real? <laughs> is Luigi gay? Grant? Uh, no comments. <laughs> Where's your vacuum? You know what you do with it? <laughs> I have a Dyson. I, li- I like Good. how Luigi got really in. Like when they came out with Luigi's Mansion, mm-hmm. they were like, Luigi's whole thing now is he's scared. He's scared, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck has happened to Luigi's nowadays? Are they eating too much soy? I think so. Because, you know, back in my day, he was just a palette swap for Mario. He was just called Green Mario. Mm-hmm. And then they made him in, like, he's always soy-facing. He's always... Yep. <laughs> when, when I see He's King always Boo. doing that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, come on. <laughs> Grow some balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eat some liver. <laughs> you know? Go on the carnivore diet. Yeah. Do strong lifts five by five. Have you know? a cigarette. Be a man. Yeah. Listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> Get your mud water. Come on. What are Subscribe you doing? to Andrew Tate's pyramid scheme. You yeah. know, all that stuff. While reading a Jordan Peterson book. It all just comes together. Yeah. Read 12 <laughs> rules for life and then 12 rules more. You'll have 24 whole rules. Then you just follow those rules. <laughs> You'll never it have a... Some- Breakdown on Twitter over <laughs> someone getting an elective surgery. You'll be fine. It's all smooth sailing. Nothing bad yeah. can ever happen from that. And then you got gems who just hate on Little Mermaid. <laughs> 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 all right, Chambers. You I know you on got no one. comeback for that. So what we nope. got from Patreon? This week? Just oh, moving he, on. He admit it. He admits it. Did Jordan Peterson say anything about uh, the Little Mermaid? I want to know. We'll find out. I don't think so. You know, actually, you know what? I don't even want to know. I'm not going to type it in. I don't want to know. He probably made like a 45-minute long video where he's like crying about it. <laughs> it seems like something that would have been memed into like, you know, those cut-up minute-and-a-half-long videos at this point. Man, I watched the whole uh, the whole video he made about uh, the Elliot Page thing, and uh, he said that he would rather die than... Uh, delete that tweet and then one day he screenshotted the tweet and was like hey everyone uh i said that i had to, that i would rather die than delete this tweet but uh just doing some other stuff on this twitter account and uh they made me delete it but i screenshotted it and i'm just gonna put it back up and it's like you deleted it <laughs> you hit the delete button Grant sitting there like I sat through eleven minutes of that dude. Fucking I speech. watched the fucking th- like that was like a thirty minute long Why did video. You watch we that? said, "I don't know." Because Grant's like I'm going to bring this in on the show, and then it never happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that we ever did. That was just a thing that I, I don't know. I think in my thought process, I was like, maybe I can make some sort of a video out of this, but it, it just kind of feels uh, sad to. I don't know. Uh, this. YouTube channel Some More News did like a three hour long video about Jordan Peterson. Just go watch that. That's fine. Mm. I, I don't need to add to that. That's just a big pile of shit. Just you do it. I don't need to. The Arlo of uh, Jordan Peterson. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Chambers. So, what we got this week? 
Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as two bucks a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Era podcasts. So, first up from Burn Retinas, what is your ideal vacation length? Hmm. I'm going with four days. You either do four days or two weeks. You can't do any in between. Four days, it's a nice break, and then you go home, or two weeks where you have that first full week of being like, oh, I don't have anything to worry about for the next whole bunch of days. That's what I go with. I would agree. Usually, I would go for, um, you know, just maybe a quick quick stay over, maybe a couple of nights, but, you know, sometimes sometimes, uh, you get locked in a house, or you get thrown in jail because someone that looks quite like you is running around town painting things graffitiing, committing petty crime while having your visage and you're told to clean up the entire place with uh, your robot water friend. But at least he can Or talk. a vacuum. Yeah. So you have someone to talk to the whole time, yeah. Sounds like you had quite an experience. <laughs> I've lived many lives. <laughs> I See, I, I go... In between, I actually say the week is perfect. Now, if you're just doing the shore or something like that, then yeah, a four day, three day, or that's more than enough. Uh, it also I'm depends where you go too. Like if you're going that, overseas, yeah. yeah, you spend more time. Yeah, so I want to say, uh, I think that like ten days is a good overseas vacation. I feel like two weeks is too long, but one week is always like ah, I could have done one more thing, sort of thing. I think ten days is like. It's, it's just perfect. Hey, yeah, Italian perfect middle. So Gabagool. when I uh, when I got married for our honeymoon, we did a month in Europe, and we basically spent one week in four. Like we did four countries. So we did Ireland, we did Italy, we did France, and we did Spain, and we did a week in each of them and hit up the places we wanted to. What I will say is, doing a week now or covering an entire country. Like, you definitely were – we felt like we never had a chance to actually just, like, relax. It was like, we got to do this. We got to do this. Got to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if you're hitting up a country and if you know what you're going to do, you can do a week. But, yeah, 10 days sounds more reasonable because when you hit that two-week mark, you're allowing yourself too much time to just fuck off. And if you're go- – honestly, if you're even going down the shore for two weeks, to me, that's a waste of time at that point. It's like, what do you do? You, you have to do something with your vacation. And four days is kind of like probably by that fourth day you're ready to go anyway if you're just doing a simple day trip. So, yeah, it's very dependent on where you go. but Or how long it takes to get there. Because I've driven eight hours each way before to stay at a place for one day, and that was sure as hell not worth it. So, Well, yeah, that's obviously not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a terrible idea. <laughs> and that was also not my idea. But next up from Phony Montana, if you could only eat one food for a month straight, what would it be? For me, it would be crispy hot wings, because those are fucking dope, and you can dip in many different sauces. Pizza. Mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) One food for a... I mean, pizza really is the best answer. I've definitely had... What was the time frame? Uh, for one month. Oh, I've definitely done that. Not, I, not one I of think my that was, prouder moments. I think that was like my entire college experience. Like I, on a Monday, I would buy like two pizzas and then just eat that for like the rest of the week. And then the next Monday, I'll just do that all over again. 
that was definitely like a uh, when it's finals week and I like mm-hmm. have no time to do like like I'll bring my laptop with me to the fucking bathroom so I can like keep like writing my final papers as I'm shitting. That was like a just buy just 12 frozen pizzas and just whenever you have time, just throw them in. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza. I will never go back to school. (laughs) (laughs) Pizza is one of those things. It's like, even though no matter what you, if you were doing one thing for a month, you're going to get fatigue from the same flavor. But pizza is like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's one that I could I could handle it for a whole month. Everything else I would get way too tired of, way too fast. Graham, it will be hard to go back to. A week of school or a week of uh, pizza pockets after your little competition a while back. Um, oh, easily pizza pockets. I could I could eat any any form of pizza for any duration of time. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, like that um Isn't there like a book that's like uh what, who's the guy that uh, he touched things? He turned to stone uh, or stone gold. Midas. Touched, Midas. Midas. Do y'all read that book uh, that was like? I think we read like a version of that in elementary school where everything he ate turned to chocolate. That sounds familiar. Shit, I can't remember. I was gonna say Maniac McGee, but he was the one that loved chocolate, so it wasn't. Yeah, there was like a a King Midas version of chocolate, and I could I could easily do that with pizza. I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to Jennifer Lawrenceify myself by that being my answer, but I'll touch my butt and buy me pizza over here. Yeah. <laughs> like it's fucking 2010. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an actress, but uh, you know what else I do? Uh, I eat pizza. I'm just like you guys. <laughs> We're all the same. <laughs> Jam- Chambers, what about you? Nah, it'll be pizza too, because I've already done it. And I don't know, I'm a slob, so just give me any kind of topping, and I'll be good. Jim, just jalapenos for a whole month. You could make any. You could make anything into a. You could do like a breakfast pizza for breakfast. Breakfast mm-hmm. pizzas are so underrated. Yeah. They are. Yes, they are. Now, do you prefer scrambled or runny eggs on your breakfast pizzas? Scrambled. Uh, you can do either. I've seen some some good pizzas that have like a like a fried yolk. Just actually, I never uh, tried like that before. That does it. sound pretty good. Yeah. It's in it for the first say, time. It's shockingly good. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think uh, scrambled is the way to go for pizzas. Now, un- another underrated thing is getting the uh, fried egg or runny egg on a burger. Like, Ooh, you got to get runny. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you get that, like, people at first will go, ew, and then you try it. You're like, oh. And it gets the fries oh. messy. You can put the fries in the egg, and you get extra yeah. egg. Yeah. I don't get people that take hard stances on that type of stuff. Like, I, I, especially like an egg, it's like, I don't, I don't know too many people that like, that's, that's one of the most like malleable, like one, it's a, it's a food you can do so many different things with. It's in so many different foods. You can do so much with eggs. And to think that there's people out there that are like, like scoffing at someone getting an egg on a burger, which I've, (laughs) I've witnessed before. It does happen, Mm -hmm. but it's like, what, what's wrong with you? So in real life, not even for the Reddit updates? In real life. Like, I feel like that's like a thing that my mom would be like, I don't want that. And it's like, what? why? <laughs> you like burgers. You like eggs. What's wrong with it? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know why. Yeah. The only egg I can, I would safely send to hell is poached eggs. Just because you would always get some asshole who would order that. When I worked at Friendly's, 
and it would be packed and some asshole wanted his eggs poached and it was the most difficult way to make it when you didn't have the right equipment. So screw poached eggs. Fair enough. Last up from Alex <laughs> Perez. What are some of the most difficult videos you guys have made for your channels? So besides the one that Jim jimmed up, of course, God damn you, since I don't want this discussion to go on forever. JK, Jim. Let you guys go first with that one. What was the most difficult? Um, Shrek Fest know. from Too Much Fun? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say because I feel like uh, with our focus on trying to do more uh, like video podcasts, because we didn't do like video podcasts for a long time and then we started doing them. Um, and that's been an uphill struggle the whole time. Yep. Um, it's been worth it. I think we've gotten some good clips and some more, uh, followers and watchers and listeners out of doing it, but like undertaking doing like a weekly video episode has been rough in and of itself out of like the other videos that we've done. Um, I don't know, maybe like, maybe like the meme museum one, I feel like was, uh, a pretty big undertaking. Dude, I remember I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take my time and do this. And I sat down at my computer for like 12 hours nonstop and just finished the whole thing. It was just one of those things where I got so addicted to the process. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I want to do this. And then Grant, you did the Macintosh Plus cover. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. just had to keep going. And then like it was out within like days of filming it. Hmm. Yeah, so do you, since you guys moved to uh, the video format, you've been doing, like, you know, the clips on TikTok and stuff. Do you think that's just been, like, a natural thing to, like, add on to the workload? Because you're like, oh, now that we have clips, we have to put it on here to try and, like, try and... Uh, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta like... What's a fresh way? You now? gotta adapt to survive, you know, keep an eye out, like, what are people doing? It's like, you know, same with, like, stand-up comics. Like, everybody's got their TikTok with their... Here's my, my best joke of my last set with the subtitles on the screen and stuff. And that's how people get you know traction and get big nowadays so it's like if you're it not is, doing yeah. that you're missing out and i'm on tiktok a lot and i do see a lot of like podcast clips and i do have to say most of them are not very good so many <laughs> of them are like literally a dude reading off of like a wikipedia page sort of thing of like did you know that like and it's like two dudes talking back and forth and like the the cuts are like just immaculate it's like <laughs> they're not even done with the words and they cut to the next guy and it's like hey did you know that when they were sp when they were filming spider-man 2 in uh 2004 that toby mcguire uh had a hangnail and the other guy's like yeah that's right uh in 2004 when they were filming and it's just like <laughs> guys you don't have to read off the, like it's like those those are the podcasts that get like millions of hits and then we're like hey we had ken bone on for an episode and people are like I have not heard that name in a very long time. <laughs> Which, fair. And I, very I fair. refuse to even think about him. I, I shan't even deign to leave a comment on your pathetic video. And then they hit enter. And you're like, you left a comment, idiot. Now more people are going to see it because you boosted our algorithm. You've played right into my trap card. <laughs> yeah, I think for us, and we've said before, I think... Because it between majority of our videos aren't scripted other than like top tens or things like that. Um, making we did like a beer battle video. And what was difficult with that was not only scripting it, but I basically stopped motion the bottles to move at this us talking. 
So like it was basically we took two bottle two beers that are like popular uh, for like Christmas time and had them battle and like talk shit to each other, fight. I even had one being thrown out of a window. So like it was like basically low rent stop motion. And it was trying to line up moving a bottle with us talking and shit. Like the amount of effort I put into doing that, I was like, all right, this is this is a lot. It was a ton of fun, but like you, Kev, I was like oh, this is so much fun to do, and I was so invested in it. It got, like, two views. You're like, what the fuck? And, you know, it was one of those things where you go, yeah. ah. And we, like, we even, like, censored ourselves. Like, we did so many scripts of, like, different versions of, like, jokes and this and that, and it was just one of those deals where we I had a whole series of, of ideas after that first one. We're like, we're not doing that amount of work for – something that's not going to get looked at so it was like 80 hours of work for like 30 views we're like oh that is a kick in the dick right there man yeah. and that's like i feel like the hard thing about like how much time and effort we want to put into some of the stuff that we make because it is one of those things where it's like yeah we spent a lot of time on the meme museum video and like the naruto run in front of the trump tower video and shrek fest and all those things and it's like here's 2000 views do I appreciate people looking at it? Yeah, but like, man, that was a lot of work to get two thousand views. Uh, yep. But is it more, is it about the views know? though, or is it like you know if you're making something at least you enjoy and you can be proud of? It, you know, at least there's that because there is some stuff where you don't want to make something that you're like embarrassed of, right? It's right. popular and people are like, oh, this is great, but then it's like you're like, why? Why do people like this? You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think I think a big part too is also just like the types of things because i think that that's like i i always talk about it's like I, i've done however many re-educationing videos and i always want to make more but it's always one of those things too where it's like what's going to be the most bang for my buck sort of like approach to this because i don't want to spend you know 30 hours editing a single video that gets a thousand views or less but also at the same time if i'm not putting in the effort to like make these Oh, we're not going to get any more videos than we're not going to get any more views than what we're getting now sort of thing. So it's like that, like where exactly is the balance sort of thing. And it's, it's hard to, hard to figure out, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. A hundred percent. It's a, it can be a kick in the balls, but yeah, as long as you're into doing it, the, the, I, I said to Jim, I said the biggest thing that would suck is, could you imagine if you guys, a very specific thing took off and it wasn't something you guys were that thrilled with, but that's what was getting views. And like, you almost had to commit to doing something you weren't really thrilled about. Like that would suck. Yeah. That sort of like happened with me on TikTok a little bit. I was making a lot of like Chicago based videos. And after a while, it's just like, this isn't like fun. Any like to have your whole personality be like, I'm the guy that lives in a city of, three million other people sort of thing it's like you know whatever and then you start doing other stuff and then it's like oh this other stuff isn't doing that well so what what exactly do i what do I, with it you know mm-hmm. yep. get a lot of identity crisis moments with that where it's like i've i've accrued fifteen thousand followers but now nobody wants to watch my stuff because i don't say uh dudes from chicago go and watch a dave matthews band take a big shit on you know whatever people on a tour boat you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double-edged sword. 
the way the internet's built. But also, I mean, at the same time, too, there's also people that I know that, you know, put a lot of hard work and effort into things that they're passionate about and then end up, like, losing that passion, which is also, like, a thing you got to watch yeah. out for, too. Yeah. yeah, it's like every gaming YouTuber who, like, makes it full-time. And they're like, yeah, I kind of hate gaming now, but <laughs> it's my job now. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> like shit. So, yeah, no, that wraps up the questions for this week. So, once again, thank you to everyone for all the support. If you're new to the page, head on over to Patreon. Check out all the tiers for all the different rewards you can get, like game review requests, movie review requests, bonus episodes. And if you're new to the page on iTunes or Spotify, please leave a five-star review. They say it helps. I don't fucking know if it does or doesn't. But leave a comment. We'll read any five-star comment you leave out there. So, thanks again, guys. Thank you, guys. All right. So, we are back now. And uh, we got Mario and Luigi here. Guys, what would you think of your company's... uh Little little show that they put on for everyone. Oh no! Kind of kind of lacking in us, I think. Hey, I mean, oh, hey, you got rabbits, Mario. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we do like our rabbits and our Rayman. Uh, no, I've, I've never was... gotten into those fucking games. No, I haven't. I've either. never played them. I I don't know why they're so like. I don't even know if they're popular, but they're like all over the place all the time, and it's like, uh, do people like this? It's what I wondered about the majority of the games on here, including Pikmin 4. Ooh. I don't understand the massive, it seemed, reaction to people really liking that one. I, I thought that was a more under-the-radar game. I didn't realize how much people love that one. Yeah, I, I think, like, Pikmin has uh, sort of gained, I don't want to say like a, a cult popularity over the years, but it's just one of those things where... Nintendo puts a lot of love into a series and they don't touch it for a while. And then they're like, hey guys, look what's back. It's Kid Icarus. It's Pikmin. And then they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's a new entry. <laughs> yeah, that's like, because like Pikmin's Miyamoto's baby. That's like that IP that he loves and that like he just wanted to push and it never sells anytime it comes out. So it seems like Nintendo's like every 15 years are like, fine, Shigeru, you can have another one. Make your next Pikmin game. Then everyone freaks out and then no one buys it. It's weird. I think the one on Switch did pretty well. Oh, with the remake of three or the port. Yeah, they they uh, ported the Wii U game over to the Switch with like some extra stuff. They gave it the old deluxe treatment, mm-hmm. and uh, that probably probably did better than the other ones. I don't know for sure. Just by being on a Switch, it must have. Mm-hmm. But so like over, so between with you guys doing all these uh, Stardew, do any of these like five farm simulators they showed off? Anything tickle your fancy? You're just like, no, nah, well, I'm just gonna go back. You to know, Stardew. I couldn't, I couldn't believe how many there were because I was watching this live and I was in like the hard drive writer server because we had, like when there's a thing like this, we'll have like a pitching thread, where, you know, and we're just like how like after like maybe two or three games, somebody was like, like oh, like Nintendo Direct is like, oops, nothing but farm simulators or nothing but Stardew Valley ripoffs, and I, like after like two, three, four, five more of them, we're like, oh my god. And then immediately, <laughs> immediately he's like, okay, we got to say something about this. But yeah, I was shocked at like every other trailer was like, if you cut down a tree, you can use its resources for farming. And da, 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 da. like every trailer, almost every trailer showed somebody cutting a tree down and then turning into little pieces of wood. Yeah, it, it's it's almost I, like I, Animal Crossing I, took off, and every like studio they had was like, fuck, quick, make their oh, own yeah. version of Animal Crossing. But then they waited two years, and no one cared anymore. So now they're just doing it all at once, and everyone's like, oh, 
cool. Well, it just was weird because like I I happen to just play like uh, Stardew again by coincidence recently, and then all of a sudden like I'm I'm in like full on Stardew mania, and the Nintendo <laughs> Direct was like nothing but like farm simulators, and I'm like I mean these don't look bad, but they're all kind of like. I do think that that probably does have a lot w- to do with what I was saying about like cozy gaming being like a big thing on TikTok and whatever because those those trends are really driving people to like look at like oh there more people are interested in this type of thing you know mm-hmm. um i will say yeah the difference between that is uh stardew is uh a game by an auteur that uh created the whole game only by himself and there's you know touching there's a touching aspect to that aspect of the aspect of that game you know yeah it's like you're holding hands with a stranger but it's comforting yeah there's now definitely you... a place for those kind of games for sure and i, I think yeah. that yeah in, in uh, unprecedented times like these people want to just kick back and like feel comfy and like you said grant like tiktok trends and all that are definitely going to influence stuff like that yeah so I'm, I'm not at all surprised i mean I, the other thing is other than for me personally, The Legend of Zelda, the, the new Tears of the Kingdom, um, a lot of this felt like I, I kind of find it to be cheap when they use this Nintendo Direct to announce games. It's like, oh, we're finally getting it on the platform, like the Resident Evil games coming mm-hmm. in cloud form or Ugh, it, it Takes Two, <laughs> which was like a game of the year a couple years ago. Like, does any, like I don't want to hear about games that are just it finally came to Switch. On yeah, a, you know, it should just be you, like... You're right, Brian. I, and I think it's one of those things too, where it feels a little bit—I don't want—I don't know the right word—silly too. With like, okay, now the Steam Deck is out, and like, yeah, it costs a lot more than the Switch. The battery life's not great, but you can play all those games are on there already. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the whole like before that, it was like it was kind of fun to be like, oh, you know that game you love? It's also portable now for the very first time. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that is a true excitement. And like, I still, you know, it's still cool to play different games on the switch, but yeah, they really leaned a little too heavy on that in my opinion. And mm-hmm. fuck those cloud games, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, you gotta have the connection. And like, like I heard like uh, multiple people talking about, like for some reason they didn't just bring the kingdom hearts games to the system, which they easily could have. They were, like, cloud, and you had to stream them and stuff. And, like, people were, like, getting booted no. constantly. Not to mention Nintendo's internet service is, like, not good. The worst. Oh, no, it's dog shit. It's always been yeah. awful. They can't offer cloud games if that's not going to work. And in general, that technology is not very good anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Splatoon 3 is, like, their big multiplayer thing. And everyone's like, yeah, the game's awesome, except for getting booted every three games. But besides that, it's awesome. <laughs> God, they still can't get this right. Every once in a while, I'm kind of, like, surprised. I remember even, like, playing Mario Kart DS. I think that was, like, one of their first online multiplayer games. And I remember, like, playing, a you know, the DS on, like, Wi-Fi. It was, like, I'm like, this is, like, surprisingly good. Yeah. And then playing, like, Smash Bros. Brawl on the Wii online and being like, oh, man, this is, like, unplayable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't get how Nintendo's capable of doing that because I feel like they will do things early on and it just like works and you're like, oh, this works. And then like one or two generations later, they're like, hey, check out what we just did. And it's like, we had a virtual console for the Wii and it was 
huge and like most games were like five dollars and you had like all these games and now now we don't have access to any of that anymore or whatever or now we have to pay like a whole price like it was better before and i think that it's getting better for the switch now uh with the collections of things that they have especially if they keep releasing more and more but it is one of those things where it's like yeah how how come how come nintendo comes out with things that were better in the past and then they reintroduce it and it's usually just like shittier and it's like how did how was internet on the ds better than on the wii it's also funny like remember the wii had friend codes you yeah, add people yeah, like via friend yeah, code, and then yeah. Wii U was like, "Oh, you can just use usernames like everything else." And yeah. then the Switch <laughs> comes out, and it's like we're doing friend codes again. And you're like, it's what? like schizophrenic. It's like they can't like make up. They're just like, yeah, no, uh, you know what people love? Uh, codes, numbers. And like, like wh- why? And like going back to Mario Kart DS, like you didn't even need to have multiple carts. You could have like eight DSs together, and one guy with the game, and everyone could play. And you're like, yeah, but they the all they all had to be work? shy guy though. You know, they couldn't. I think I think it might have <sighs> been also true. limited to certain courses. I I don't know for sure, but yeah, it wasn't as good as like two people with the game connecting. Right, true. But even then, it's just like, oh man, I don't even need the game to play. This is crazy. And then like they did it with true. Mario Kart and like or Mario Party, and like you had to put switches together, which no one ever did for those certain maps. Unless you were trying to like get guys, it's like, man, you're doing this again 15 years later, and it's worse. Like, what? Do you, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just don't get it. I mean, like, I do think they make a lot of, like, baffling decisions, but I do also think, like, this is something a lot of people won't want to admit, but there's just this certain thing people want to do on Twitter and stuff is just, like, dunk on them as hard as possible. Oh, yeah. Like, and I do think, like, okay, you got to hold them accountable for sure, and they, like I said, they make some dumb fucking decisions sometimes, but I feel like sometimes people are way too critical for the tiniest things. Like, I saw somebody once, like, criticizing the Nintendo Switch Online service because they were like, Oh, they used a Google image search of the Star Fox 64 box for the, they couldn't even get they couldn't even have an actual I'm like what how can you what do you mean How did you even find that out What know, are you doing yeah. They said because like it had, the the logo for the game on the Switch online still had the Rumble Pack like logo on it and it's like that's just like the cover of the game and like they just were like oh they are so this like like I know like the service was like definitely not worth the money in the beginning and still it's like it's getting better but just like the uh, the lengths people will go to to just be like and they have to use Google Images for their own games. And it's like, what, what planet do you live on? Like, what are you doing right now? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody, everybody's just sitting at home. They're playing their video games. They're going on Google Images and typing in Star Fox 64 box art and seeing what they can come up with. So there's just too- there's definitely stuff like that. I mean, obviously there's plenty of people who will like defend them to the ends of the earth, no matter what. And I, obviously that's not good either. But yeah, I mean, hey, the truth somewhere in the middle. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like both sides, say. bad bad people on both sides. I just want to grill. <laughs> but I, I would say like overall, um, I when was the when was the last Nintendo Direct before this one? I was trying to think. I think there was like an indie one, maybe back in uh, like June-ish or something. But for like first party games, it's been a long ass time. Yeah, they, at least I, for like I, big that's what titles. Because yeah, it seemed like they were just sort of like doing these like Twitter announcements. Like they're like I remember like when they had the Paper Mario, the Origami King. They just like announced it via a tweet, and it was like people were like losing their minds whether they were happy or excited about it. I never played the game, and I probably won't, but. 
uh, and like I think they did that for Pikmin Three Deluxe also. So just certain like I don't know. It just some, sometimes they do a whole presentation. Sometimes they're just like, "Hey, here's a trailer for a game that's coming out in a month." Yeah, that it just felt like it was very lackluster. That they 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 added a lot of padding to a hundred percent. Yeah, you know what? Oddballers most... isn't padding. What <laughs> DC I mean, Supergirls? Even... <laughs> that was a different like, one. Did you even see, though, for, like, the N64 games that they're adding? I know, like, Jim has even talked about, like, it would just make sense at this point for, like, Mario Party, the latest one, do what you're doing with Mario Kart, add the levels from the original Mario Parties, but now you have to get all three original games on the N64 service. I kind of like that, though, because at first I was, like, it seemed like they were avoiding like the mario parties and smash bros and stuff because oh we have the new entry you can just play that but then i was actually pleasantly surprised during the direct when they were like mario party one mario party two mario party three and they do have like a certain charm and like the new games like bring back some of that or the new one rather yeah um but it's cool that like you know granted the online's crap and whatever but it's cool that you can play like (laughs) you can play mario party 2 like online and hope it works. Yeah, you can play Mario Party One online and wreck your Joy Cons even more. So, mm-hmm. well, and I was um, I was complaining about this. This was a two minutes of hate a couple weeks back. But the the bad thing about that, and I experienced this uh, a couple weeks ago playing uh, the whatever the newest Mario Party Superstars or whatever on the Switch. Yeah, is that if someone's internet connection is a little bit not good, gems. <laughs> there, uh, Nintendo will just send you a message that's like, "Hey, your friend dropped out. Continue the adventure with the computer player." And you go, "What?" Yeah, that and has it's like, that, oh, and can... it's like you can't even just bring them back in easily either. It's like, uh, no, I guess we just quit. No, you the can't whole bring thing. them back in. So, like, we started again, and then it happened again. And it's like, y'all know this is a board game video game that lasts upwards of an hour. Yeah, if you do ten turns, it's at least an hour. So God forbid you're like, oh, yeah. let's let's get like let's get real high and play a twenty game turn, and it's like three hours later, and then right before the end, someone gets booted out. It's like, oh, like no one no one thought like, oh, what if someone's internet like stops working for a second and then it goes back mm-hmm. up? Like, can yeah. we just like rejoin? And they're like, no, no, you play yeah. with a computer. It's like I'm not going to. Actually. <laughs> I mean, they, I don't they, want to they do that. Fix that for sure. But Brian, to your point about like the filler and the padding and stuff. That's something I noticed, like, maybe in the last year or two. Because I remember when Nintendo Directs were first around, they were shorter. But it was, like, bam, bam, bam. Like, everything was, like, a big oh, yeah. thing. And now it's just, like, they have this, like, this four-year-old game is coming to the Switch. And that annoying <laughs> announcer voice. And, like, all these other, like, random, like, SpongeBob fucking cosmic the SpongeBob shake. platformer, like, the uh, the Nintendo Karts 3 or whatever. Uh, all the but, PSP but re-releases. <laughs> You can get Just Dance, and you can have golf was added to Switch Sports. Oh, I love like, I love that golf was delayed. Yeah, <laughs> they're, gol- they're like golf isn't ready yet. Sorry, guys. I, what the fuck? How do you not have golf ready? It's such a technical game. I mean, clearly they're just it, not prepared. They were for taking it. their time with it. Have you ever played <laughs> a, a round of golf? And it's true. It takes a while. Every blade of grass has to be rendered completely realistically. Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, that whole Nintendo Switch Sports thing is kind of weird. 
because yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like we, the Wii Sports. Yeah, but just like yeah, that's again, that's one of those things where it's like that was like lightning in a bottle was, in yeah, 2006. Yeah, like nobody's gra- gonna give a yeah. shit about it. Yeah, Grandma's not gonna buy a Switch to play that again. So. No, no. And even I'll go as far to say, like uh, obviously the other big was like, oh, Goldeneye 007. But they also announced that that's gonna be a day one release on Xbox Game Pass for free. Did you but- guys hear like the fucking crazy thing about that? So like. Mm-hmm. Golden Eye, it's like the original 64 version for the Switch Online. It has online play. Again, presumably it works, hopefully. But the Xbox version, they're having, it's like a 4K remaster, 60 frame per, frames per second, Game Pass, no online play. None at all. Oh, it doesn't have no. online play? Yeah, it doesn't online have online play. Online plays only for the Switch thing. Online. Yep. Huh. It's bizarre. Like, they had, like, the, the quote-unquote better version but you can't play online. Yeah. You can't play online. It's it was weird. like something where like Nintendo helped get it put or something like that. So they had their pick and they're like, oh, we'll, ha- we'll take the online multiplayer or something like that. It was some weird I will fucking say, though, I will say, though, that uh, GoldenEye is uh, kind of not like a great game. It's I not feel great like at it all. Doesn't, I was going to say, it doesn't, doesn't age hold well. up that well, yeah. Yeah, well, that's why when we were saying Wii Sports, like Wii Sports was lightning in a bow. GoldenEye. It, we all have rose-tinted glasses. It was great back in the day, but I, you go back now, it's not that good. You, you don't think the, there's any charm to it at all? Like, just I think oh, it's like, I love it from nostalgia. nostalgia, but like, yeah. man, the controls are like I don't it's know. It's dog shit. I think you yeah. also have to play with an N64 controller for that game because it used the uh, the C buttons to like strafe and use the camera and stuff. And if you're yeah. using like a a, C, a a second stick for that, it's going to be all fucked up. It's yeah. well, that's the thing. If you don't do auto aim with it. If you try to bring it into today's modern like FPSs and try to use dual sticks, it's gonna feel weird. And that's mm, the thing. Yeah. You have to keep auto aim for that to compensate. That's and, what happened with the Perfect Dark remake from like ten years ago. Like they gave you an option to use like twin stick modern control. And I tried, I was like, Oh, this will play way better and I'm playing, I'm like, Oh god, oh god, this is just wrong. It's, it's like just, they yeah. they have to like redo the entire thing basically in order to make it like playable to that standard i feel yeah. like you know and, and with the issues we said already with switch online like that game's gonna be janky enough now you're gonna head in the online issues yeah. and you know everyone or mother including jim is gonna be just you know he's gotta have his auto aim he's gonna be odd job and he's gonna be an asshole and you know that's what's gonna happen house rules brian no odd job <laughs> <laughs> But did you guys have any like standout like surprises or besides like Zelda, obviously? But uh, I, mean, I didn't watch it. I was hoping you guys would just tell me. We'll, we'll tell uh, you I don't watch these things. Yeah, yeah you I know, liked, uh... you're better off for it. <laughs> I just show up and I put on a Luigi hat and wear a funny mustache. And that's, I'm just that's wondering it. where the cigarettes at. You know, that's oh, right here. Can I light this, by the way? Can I <laughs> do it? I don't know well, how your apartment's going to feel about it. <laughs> I don't have a light. Do you guys have a lighter I can borrow? Jim, give them yours. It's right I behind sh- you, Jim. Oh, shit. Here. Through the magic of the internet. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, like Bayonetta 2, I kind of figured. Marin Rabbids, I kind of figured. I mean, me being the weirdo I always am, like Factorio, I was like, oh, a train SimCity-looking game. I'm like, that's cool. That's something I would play. Mm. Uh like actually, Fire Emblem. I played my first one this year after all this time. So which one? Like, uh, Sacred Stones on like the Game Boy Advance one. Oh but yeah, I, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, I started like the, I got the Game Boy like the first, well the first American Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem, 
and I got like so addicted to it back in middle school. And yeah. I played most of them, but there was definitely a point where I'm like, ah, these are kind of like, you know, a little the same thing almost every time. And I stopped <laughs> playing them. Uh, I heard the one on the Switch, the one that came out a few years ago is good. Uh, Three Houses. Yeah, I and hear this really one, good. Yeah. This one is like kind of like a throwback fan service to like the whole Fire Emblem series of which we've only got like maybe half of the games in America, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more. Because they were on like NES or like Famicom, Super Famicom. Uh, we didn't get anything from that era. So I, I guess it's like a throwback and bringing all these characters back from the old games, even though it's kind of like Final Fantasy where the games don't even really take place in the same universe. So I don't know. It looks like it's very fan servicey. So I don't know if I'm going to play that or not. I still, like I said, I still have yet to play Three Houses. So. Yeah, like part of me is like, yeah, that, I, I might be interested in that now. But then it's also like I see all the running around in an open world. And I kind of like the simplicity of like the Game Boy ones where it's just like you go from point to point And it's like, all right, they gave you the story and then you just go to the battle. You don't have mm-hmm. to do that extra bullshit. So. Yeah, I heard like in the in the Three Houses one, like you're a teacher and you have to like do, teach class and do all this stuff in between uh... battles. And it's like people are like it, th- there's like so much to do, but it's like kind of overwhelming a little bit. It's like they almost like shoehorn like Persona into Fire Emblem. That's exactly like. what people were saying, yeah. Mm. Which I get it, I guess. Hop on the hot trend, but it's like, man, fuck, just just give me the battles, or maybe just give me a new Shining Force one of these days, where it's just like that anyway. But yeah, oh, one one thing I wanted to mention as well is, um, I saw like they have like a Octopath Traveler two, mm-hmm. um, and there was another game that came out, but I that like v- eight... various day life, the worst yeah, name fair, ever, <laughs> weirdest title ever, but like that HD two D style of game graphics, like fucking. Do everything in that. I don't it's care. It's gorgeous. I love dude. it. Like I, I play. I, I uh, played the Live Alive, or it was a Live Alive or Live Alive. I don't know. Live Alive. Yeah. Yeah. I played the demo, and I was like, this is like one of the most beautiful games I've seen in recent memory. And it's just like the two D sprites on the semi three D background, and it's just like it's amazing. And I was thinking to myself, okay, so we got the the Live Alive remake, uh, Dragon Quest three, also getting remade in this uh, format. It's only a matter of time. Until, and I'm fingers crossed, if they're ever going to remake Chrono Trigger, they have to do it this way. I don't want a 3D so. thing. Yeah, it wouldn't. It yeah. wouldn't go. It wouldn't be good any other way. It like a because it's like that. It doesn't need a remake, but it's like neat, none of these games do it. Just this kind of fun little HD 2D art style. If it style. got one, that would definitely it, yeah. be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and has been ported since what the DS. So it's like it's so yeah. long overdue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I when I first saw. Even when Mortal Kombat made the the choice to go 2.5D, once they hit 9, and they got away from the 3D and went back to 2D, but it's really that 2.5D. Like, yeah, I, I wish games add that depth to your game. Don't don't add the full 3D plane. So, yeah, I would love to see. We, yeah, like you said, how many games get remakes or something? I know we're going to talk about a few of them in a minute. But, like, yeah, remake all the old classic and just give them, a, give them that 2.5D. And even like the new games, like the Octopath Traveler games, are not remakes, but like I or Triangle Strategy. How do they come up with these names? I have no idea. I, <laughs> dude, they but open like, the stars and they just hit, they just finger word, and they're like, "Oh, this works." Yeah, Octopath Traveler does sound like a cool ass name, but like Triangle Strategy is just like okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I'm like, okay. oh, that surely that's a working title. Nope. No. Okay. Um, is Octopath Traveler good? Because I want to play it. I've heard I haven't. it is. All my RPG friends are like, it's all right, but it's too long. 
So even for like people uh, who like RPGs, they say it's too long. So I don't want to play something that's too long. I'm busy playing Stardew for too long. <laughs> I, I don't have time for two games. I know. Like I, I was thinking the same thing, Grant. I'm like, man, 100-hour games are like daunting, and I'm like 130 hours into like digging around on Stardew. <laughs> yeah. It's like, have You're gotten like, I ain't nowhere. got time for a 20-hour game. Come on. What are you guys For real, doing yeah. Right? It's like uh, something about those games, it just you lose track of time. It does not feel like that long. Mm-mm. Yep. So you guys ready to play Pokemon Stadium without being able to like put your Pokemon into it? That, that'll be oh fun. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean like I like I've goofed around on Pokemon Stadium in the last couple of years just for fun and it's just like, "Oh, let's just get some rental Pokemon and goof around," you know, but yeah, I totally forgot. Yeah, you had to have that big controller yeah, yeah. pack and then you put the game in there. That was so fucking hype back in the day though. That was like, like revolutionary. Yeah. That was like fucking huge and you had to I take guess... it out and put it in 20 times for it to fucking read and work oh yeah i, I guess <laughs> I, I completely forgot that yeah that was like i mean i mean uh, that's i can see people people complaining about that but that's like a little bit unrealistic there like again there's like certain things like that people pick apart that i think are a little unfair like i, I did see somebody else recently mention like oh mario kart 64 is on switch online you can't even race your uh, memory pack ghost trials and who it's like fucking who fucking cares the, whoever did, who did that? that and no it's one, like the rest yeah. of the game is there and then it's like like and how much how much are you paying for this service you can't even embrace the the ghost time trials Shut that you save and it's like are you really like, it's like at some point it's like all right man like is is this really worth like do you even about? like these things yeah, like, right. yeah do you like anything does anyone yeah. like, anything like anything anymore I'm not saying like that things should be half-assed or something, but like certain things where it's like if you can't put the memory pack in there and race your time trial ghost, I think I might have done that once as a kid just to see what it did, and I never did it again. Yeah, yeah, you do it, you go, oh, that's kind of boring, and then you don't touch it again. So right, it's like Man. okay, just the there's me. I gotta say though about that uh, the the Pokemon Stadium thing, I think that there were like a couple games that sort of did that. And I feel like that was such like a big revolutionary thing at that time. And I think the one thing that the current Pokemon, like whatever series of games that came out on the Switch is missing is that like it, it felt like your own thing. Like it felt like, oh, you can you can take your Pokemon from your games and put them in other games, but it's still like yours sort of thing. And like... I think once they lost, like, the Pokemon Bank and you couldn't, like, transfer them through games and stuff like that, it, it had, like, less of that, like, individuality that I feel yeah. like so many of those older games had so much of that made you like them so much, you know? Yeah, They're trying like to that was... reset that a little bit, I think, with, like, some of the Switch games, you know? Like, they couldn't port... I, I don't know exactly, no. I mean, that, obviously, the whole... What the hell was that thing called? Like, the, the Dexit? Remember people were like, oh... Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Holy shit. Uh, Dexgate. Dexgate. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but at, at the end of the day, yeah. though, with Pokemon Stadium, it's all about the mini games, you know. Oh yeah. Like if if I can play the fucking like Ratatat treadmill game online. Yeah, I'm or so... the Legaton fucking food <laughs> thing. Yeah. Dude, the sushi one that yo. Uh huh. Guys, so, you act like you're gonna put down Stardew for any of this. You know what, Brian? I won't. Right. I won't. <laughs> I, I will not. Do you? Do either of you even pay for the N sixty four games on there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, on a family. Okay. I'm. A, well, the thing is, like, I I was at first I was like, that's way too much money. But then I, I'm on a family pass with like eight people, 
And before ah. I was I was on my own thing, like when it was just the basic plan. Mm-hmm. Technically, I guess I'm paying less money now because I'm on because they they were like they made the mistake of saying you guys can do a family plan with eight people, and it was like okay, I'm gonna, I'm about to pay way less for way more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I everyone's gotta be doing that, right? Like that's gotta be a thing that everyone's doing because it's just like well, if I just get like a bunch of friends to like split it up, like whatever, right? Jim, we need to be doing this. We should be doing Probably this. Probably should. Yeah, <laughs> no reason I, I, I've been paying for my own. Like I did, it's like you know under two bucks a month, but it's like it could be thirty cents a month too. Yeah, Jim, don't be a sucker. Do it. All right. Well, see, right, I'm, we'll I'm the up. head of my family pass though, so like come October, I gotta like, I gotta go to all the people in my family pass, but like, pay up, pay up. It's time to pay. You want to play those games? Give me that games? twelve dollars, you son yeah. of a bitch. You want to play Doctor Mario sixty four? You gotta pay for it. Yeah. One of uh one of my girlfriend's friends got the family pass for like however many people are like in their friend group and then was like never asked to like have us Venmo them or anything like that for like months and months and we were like, Hey, do you want like money for that? And he was just like, No, that's fine. So you got it for free. Stay that's there. the ultimate deal. Even yeah. better. Shit. Man. That, so that's I, whole, I have no room to complain about literally yeah. any of it. <laughs> all right, so I guess to wrap up the Nintendo portion of all these uh, previews, uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, too hot for the UK. Any thoughts for it, or what do you yeah, call it? Yeah, I mean, okay, I actually do have a lot of thoughts about this. So when Breath of the Wild was first shown off, at first that was like, you know, I, I I love Zelda games. I you know the the two N sixty four games I think are untouchable in my opinion, mm-hmm. and I still like I've played most of the Zelda games I think at this point, but that one I was kind of like it looks fun, but it looks like they're just kind of like okay Nintendo's just now getting to the open world thing, yeah that people have been doing. But then I played it and I was like oh my god this is like perfection. And I'm wondering how much of this new one is going to be more of the same. I just think, I do think it's also a little bit of like, man, you got, you're also kind of competing with Elden Ring and some other stuff that's come out since Breath of the Wild. And uh, I don't know if it's going to use the same map. And then the, the annoying thing is like, we don't even know what the fucking game really is still. It was announced four years ago. We see a minute long teaser trailer, maybe once a year. He's got a goddamn robot arm, Kevin. That's we know that, but it's like, but why? Like, what do you do? Like, because people tell the bomber flyer. They're asking you questions, and you might not get the answer. Well, I think like so, the things that sounds intriguing. A lot of people do <laughs> want to know is like, okay, like Breath of the Wild was a fresh take on an old franchise, much needed because it was becoming kind of stale and formulaic for a while. Mm-hmm. But you know, people okay after they play Breath of the Wild, they're like, okay, maybe next time not have so many of the same enemies maybe next time mix the shrines up a little more maybe next time we can actually have like real dungeons and temples and are not the giant beasts and i right. think those are the things that i'm still waiting to see if they're going to do because that's the stuff that's really going to sell me you know yeah Am I so still they gave you like four yeah. big bosses and all the mini dungeons again you're just like ugh, this again or and exactly and that wasn't bad in 2017 but if they're gonna like after all this hype and it's their fault too because they keep like edging us by showing these little fucking minute long clips once every year or two and it's like you guys have to show your hand because you're building an unbelievable amount of hype on this and i don't know if you're gonna live up to it it. live up to it yeah Yeah. meanwhile metroid prime 4 fans are like "Eh?" 
<laughs> yeah, I have a funny uh, hard drive article coming out about that this week, I think. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> but I did love, uh, really quick though, I loved how, was it last year's uh, E3 or something when they announced Metroid Dread? But they were like, oh, by the way, we're still working on Metroid Prime 4, but here's an entirely other like game, game, like an, another Metroid. And to be fair, I was kind of more hyped for Metroid Dread anyway. Yeah. Like a return to the side-scrolling format. I'm still going to... I'm waiting for Metroid Prime 4 for sure, but it's like, I don't know if that's even going to come out on Switch at this point. That They, they yeah. might just... Because I, I thought for sure, like, the new Zelda was going to be like the killer app for the next Switch, just like they did with the first one, just to have those guaranteed sales out of the gate and shit like that so now that that's not it it's like what will be the game for the next switch or well, whatever the fuck the question so. also is like when do you guys think that's going to happen because it seems like the switch has a ton of momentum but i do think it's in the last year or so starting to kind of sputter out a little bit games are not running as well as they use like the newer games are kind of a little choppier because they're yeah. getting too ambitious with the actual hardware that they have like yeah. my guess is like maybe like I, if I had to guess when the next one's gonna be is probably like sometime in twenty twenty four. It would it would have 25. to be because I mean like they've already had they're up to like what one hundred ten million in sales or whatever it is, so like they can only coast off the uh, you know we're the affordable portable option for so long. Eventually you're gonna be like all right this just isn't like working just, anymore. Yeah yeah I mean because most of the consoles it's like what five six years well maybe a little bit longer at this point like life cycle but it's like even when the switch came out i know it's not all about power but it was like when you compare it to something like the the ps4 it was like underpowered but it wasn't a big deal right and it was also portable but now it's like okay we have ps5 and stuff and it's like okay now it's very noticeable it's very no- yep and you have the steam deck too so how long can they coast on the switch from 2017 yeah there's only yeah. so many uh people out there is like a dad like me who's like the switch is perfect i take it off the dock i can play it for like a half hour and put it back on before you know responsibilities and dumb shit like that but eventually it's just like that's not and for the kids and all the other games like it's only going to coast for so long eventually yeah, and i mean like, when it came out it was like really awesome too because like i remember uh they released a metroid game uh on the 3ds that i went back to and it came out like maybe a, a year after the switch did and playing on the 3DS again after having a Switch, that felt ancient. Samus Returns is a little rough, too. Like, yeah. That, it especially was when fun. you go from that to Dread, like, Dread is so goddamn mm-hmm. smooth. Yeah, so I, I think it's like, you know, when it wasn't a huge leap from the previous system, like the Wii U, like in terms of power, it's like, okay, you guys got to bring something out new sometime soon. Something. Yeah. Well, it's like Kanye said, no one man should have all that power. That's right, Miyamoto. I don't know if I have anything else to contribute to the conversation. <laughs> Grant, do you have any predictions on when the next system will launch? I, I don't. I just played them. I play them. What do you I think, Grant? Them, quarter one, twenty twenty four, or quarter three for the holiday season? What is Chicago saying about the release dates? What are they saying? Yeah, mm. what were the Chicago guys saying? Oh, it's a war zone. <laughs> Dudes from Chicago. Yeah. I'm uh, shoveling bullets out of my driveway so that I can drive to uh, the Democratic National Convention. Man, one time I did an open mic in San Diego, and like the guy who went up after me was like, oh, that guy's from Chicago. I thought he'd be filled with bullet holes. And yes, he did talk like that for some reason. He was like, I'm from Brooklyn, but I live in San Diego. Oh, hey. God. Sure. <laughs> he went out there to chase his dream, huh? I get Yeah, San Diego. Okay, man. San Diego is where you're supposed to be. Sure. Look at me. Yep. Now I host the open mic. It's like, shit. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah. Now, did he, now the something I got a little more excited for. Did anyone here watch the PlayStation State of Play? Are we done talking about Nintendo? Yeah, I guess we're done with Nintendo uh, for now. See you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where'd everybody go? Wait a second. <laughs> We can now, keep it what, quick, though. Uh, Bri, what, I mean, if yeah, if they didn't watch anything stand out to you? I mean, Tekken 8 looks goddamn amazing, which I still put that as the second best fighting game behind Mortal Kombat. Um, I really think God of War, if any of you played that, it was amazing. And God of War back to being a great game. And then that weird one, Pacific Drive... That was, stood out to me the most. That's the one I'm the most excited for out of all of them. Yeah, because it's they're they're even calling it like a like a road it's a roguelike. Light. Yeah, but but it's like you're driving a car and it's like with all the weird shit going on. I love that. Like you're now taking a spin on roguelikes in a different direction. You're making it like racing plus roguelike plus sci-fi. That one looked really really cool to me. So yeah. Those three stood out the most to me. I mean, that Tekken game looks like it's going to get me back into Tekken again. Um, I've never played a Tekken, but I've always been, like, interested in it. Um, really? And, I mean, the new one looks amazing. And I, I, I played a lot of Soul Calibur growing up, and it's, like, the okay. same team, right? Yep. Yeah. It, it's, like, basically, it's the same it's the thing. Same thing. Like, it just, like, instead of swords, you're just kicking it's and just, punching. Yeah. yeah. I, I would, I've always said that I felt Tekken is the best 3D fighting game just for how tight the controls are, how the I hits could see that, work. yeah, and yeah, it's and and what's nice is even with this number eight, there's been like an ongoing story with Tekken that they've carried on. Like I know we, who cares about story modes and fighting games, but Tekken has maintained like a story throughout all their games, which have is kind of unique. Have you ever seen the Tekken movie, the anime? The anime no, Tekken I have. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, there's no. one. I got it. It's uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it was good, but it was uh, <laughs> fine. It was a thing. A video game movie not good? That doesn't sound right. Was it was it like Street Fighter Chun Li. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was like an anime movie, and it was probably a lot better than most other video game movies. Um, mm. But yeah, yeah, it looked it like whatever. it was better than like like the King of Fighters anime movie. Or I hear the Street Fighter one's good. I got to get around to watching that one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen that either. Yeah. The only other one I saw that was worth noting was uh, Rise of the Ronin, which is the action RPG from Team Ninja. I just like that setting. It's like the end of the Edo period for Samurais, and you got not only really great-looking swordplay, but, like, some use of, like, firearms in there as well. So it just looks like a really fun, cool game. So... I was more impressed by the short amount of games that PlayStation showed and the games they were showing because they didn't add in a bunch of goddamn packs. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of filler in this, no. Yeah. Yeah, that that yeah. game does look cool. Um, I mean, like, if you put anything with, like, ninjas and samurais from that time period, it's, like, pretty yep. much a guaranteed hit for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to get the God of War game. I, 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 I played all the God of War games except for the PSP one, I think. Mm-hmm. okay yeah um and i mean like i thought the last one was great because it was like uh, i don't know what you would call it a soft reboot kind of mm-hmm. different gameplay different it's a continuation but it's very thematically more 
kind of mature, I guess you could say. Oh, yeah. Where it's not just yeah. like, I'm going to fucking kill you and cut your head off. Yeah. It's that, but it's also like, I don't know how to be a dad. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> a lot more heart into it. It's, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I mean, I'm that looks cool. Um, I saw they, well, I know they announced like a Yakuza spinoff game. Yeah, the, the like a dragon Ishin. And they, I know like uh, other Yakuza games got announced, I think, later or some side thing. I'm a huge fucking fan of those games. I love them. Uh, I still haven't played Yakuza 7, but I played 0 through 6. And Yakuza 0 is like, straight up one of the best games I have ever played. I fucking mm-hmm. love it. It hooked me on the series. It got me to play every single one after that. Again, mm-hmm. still waiting to play 7, and I hear that one is also amazing. Uh, so this... I. Uh, will I get this like spin-off again this is sort of set in like um is it yeah, 1860s Japan yeah it's a non non canonical spin-off it's like what if they were samurai instead you know you're like yeah, yeah okay <laughs> you're like I'll try it <laughs> have you have you guys played any of those games the yakuza series I haven't. I, that that passed no. me by. I got to get into that one day. I would recommend, honestly, uh, Jim. You guys should do Yakuza Zero at some point. I think both of you would probably find like something to love about it. Like, there's, cool. it's got a great story. It's funny. The mini games, the side quests, everything is just so fucking off the wall nuts. But it's also like charming and full of heart. A lot of plot twists. It's just like everything you can want. You know what got me. me into trying? I only played i forget i don't even remember it was something that was on game pass but uh, i played through sleeping dogs and loved that and that drove me to trying yakuza like i don't remember which number it was it was one that was like free on gold for game pass it wasn't zero but kiwami yeah i don't remember hmm but like i said sleeping dogs was fun as shit so i really it was an easy bridge for me to try those games so yeah, I that that's a series. It's another one. I want to. Maybe I'll make that a New Year's resolution game. At least do zero. I'll take your. I'll take your. Yeah, honestly, on that it's one. a it's an amazing starting point. Um, yeah, that's was a great entry point for me. Are you guys gonna dig into Hogwarts Legacy? <laughs> no, because I'm not a bigot. What house but are you that, guys? Are you guys Gryffindor? Yes, because I am a bigot. Are, Grant, do you think people <laughs> are gonna be doing that with this dig. game? What. Do you think people are going to be buying this game out of like, you know, uh, Dude, political I don't know stance? What the, I don't know what the fuck anybody's capable of doing anymore. I mean, <laughs> I, the the outrage at the Little Mermaid movie, I think, uh, tells you all you need to know about like where adults' priorities lie nowadays when it comes to children's media. Um, I I wouldn't put it past people. I wouldn't. Doubt if uh, we're going to see Andrew Tate playing the Hogwarts Legacy game. It's entirely possible. It's like uh, all these people the who've probably been calling Harry Potter gay as fuck for 20 years are now like, well, I'm definitely going to pay $70 to play this based Hogwarts Legacy. You know, I- that it's it's going to get like really bad reviews, too. And like people like Matt Walsh are going to be like, hmm, well, I played the game and actually it was uh, pretty good. Uh you know, it's the liberals played this game and they didn't like that. Uh, uh, Jay, what what the fuck her name is? Uh, Rowling, she, yeah. She uh, believes that a woman is a woman and uh, that has something to do with uh, 
a video. This is like how this guy Somehow, talks. Yeah. He's just like, what the fuck? What are you saying? I can't wait to see. It's definitely it's a game that. Like, sorry, it's like a game you'll never get an honest review from. I think at this point, just because yeah, of like yeah, everybody's got their the thing itself. Slant on it. I'll be passing on it personally. But it's also funny because, you know, we're talking about the Jennifer Lawrence type of like early 2010s girl where it's like, touch yeah. my butt and buy me pizza. I'm a house Slytherin. Right. That kind of person is now going to be like Republicans who are like, I'm a house. I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, they I'm already, a they already <laughs> were. But um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, oh, is Ben Shapiro going to like stream it in a robe? In a wizard robe? That would be epic. That would be epic. Um, I don't know. He probably thinks that it's uh, satanic or whatever. Isn't that Let's weird? Say, like, hypothetically. The full, the full like circle that we've had with that shit. Because I do remember certain friends, um, you know, growing up in elementary school, and their parents were like, "We're not allowed to read Harry Potter." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now like, it's like, sucks. oh, yeah. You're like, why? <laughs> It's weird too though because it's like uh I watched they did like a like a reunion of like all the cast from that movies for, from those movies and it was sort of like touching because it's like yeah at a certain point I like definitely aged out of that but it's like man to see like all the same actors get together and stuff like that it is sort of like touching and there's like a little bit of nostalgia for that but it's like yeah I just really like it it just don't it don't do it the same way that other it things it's it's no uh ocarina of time let me tell you <laughs> it is cool to see that like all the kids at least who still have careers like they just go on and make yeah. the weirdest movies possible like they're all still somewhat like kind of well adjusted in a way right. it's like weirdly enough yeah usually <laughs> yeah. usually not the, the, the most case. toxic like franchise out there in like greater media right now has like the most like down-to-earth like actors who are involved in it I also wonder if there's an aspect to the difference between like British actors and American actors because I feel like we have so many fuck ups over here and British actors are just like yeah I'm just gonna go do a do play at the else. Globe and yeah. get a pint and everyone here is like I am addicted to methamphetamine I can afford <laughs> coke I prefer methamphetamine like, okay I mean but to answer but one thing I'll say is. As someone who I never watched these movies growing up, I had an ex who liked them, so I ended up watching it with her. I've probably seen all of them twice in my entire life. The movies are fine. They're not bad movies, but they're ones I don't care. Like I'm like, okay, like I agree. It, it was cute yeah, watching. It's for whatever. kids. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't hate them. I don't think they're bad by any stretch. And when I saw the gameplay, I was like kind of shocked i was like wow they didn't never really had a game like that and i remember thinking this looks cool but also being the person who's so out of touch with anything twitter news not recognizing that there's a controversy around all the shit i was like oh i bet that game's gonna sell like hotcakes and then obviously since now knowing all that shit i'm like i bet it still will sell sell good but it'll probably sell good but i think that a lot of people will just be like buying it and holding their noses sort of thing just a review bomb and shit yeah. yeah Well, and I mean, like, I do think that it's sort of well-warranted because I think that there's a lot of people that have asked J.K. Rowling specifically, like, is this a hill that you want to die on? And she has said, yes, absolutely. I don't care if the rest of my legacy is tarnished. Uh, trans women aren't women. And it's like, yeah, okay. It's like, like, I, you, right. like, you did this. You were like, you know, in the 90s, she was like a beloved children's author like there was all this talk about like harry potter's getting children to read again 
And, like, you know, she was the rag-to-riches millionaire lady that, like, gave away all her money. And now she's saying a bunch of stuff that, like, people don't like to hear. And when people are saying, like, hey, this is, like, this is doing damage. This is tarnishing your legacy. Do you care about that? She's said, no. So I kind of don't care you know it's like well if you don't care I don't, then i don't care really and it's either, been so, so it's been so weird too because like 10 years ago when she made like dumbledore gay like the right like freaked out and they're like oh, oh yeah, harry potter's yeah, woke yeah, now yeah. harry potter's ridiculous why are you throwing politics right. into it yeah. and then she goes oh and uh i hate trans people too and you're like, oh, Harry Potter's awesome. She's so fucking based. It's like, what? The, what, what well, there was what? also like a bunch of like racial stereotypes in Harry Potter. Oh yeah. It was also, terrible. so like that's like uh, that's something that a lot of people do kind of overlook. Granted, I'm sure you could, uh, you know, create your own character as your own stereotype right. in this game. Yeah. <laughs> and like so when I saw the like, yeah, when I saw Jewish the footage, I was like, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if that <laughs> will be like a thing where like a Is bunch of right. Yeah, if alt-right people, like, buy a bunch of the games and then, like, their whole thing is to be, like, how racist... Like, I bet everybody on 4chan buys this game to see what they can get away with. Oh, yeah. Well, that... I mean, and that's what it is. It's... They'll look to how memeable can you make moments in a game. That's all... No one plays modern games. Like, people want to get the reaction shot with the game, get the most, like, oh, my God, did you see this in the game moments? Like, they don't even care. They're not even focusing on the actual game. Did y'all see the controversy controversy with Velma? Yeah, We talked about it last week, actually. Yeah, Uh, with the cops. I meant to to bring that up on Thought Cops. I forgot. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about it. And it was... That was such, like, a weirdly out of... Because that's just a move that she does, but people are like... Oh, they, controversy <laughs> happened because she called the cops on LeBron James, and it's yeah. like there's no move where she calls the cops on LeBron James specifically. <laughs> they framed it, yeah. yeah. LeBron or Bugs video. Bunny or Batman or whoever the hell they got in there now. Yeah. Right. But yeah, they had to change it now. Now it's the mystery machine. So and we yeah. said, but well, that like, makes well, more sense, how... doesn't it? Like, why it... should when, when did Belma call the cops? Like, I don't remember. Police... Well, they did at the end of every episode. Oh, I guess because they would take yeah. the things. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. The mystery mystery machine makes more sense to me personally, and not even from any political from, like, angle. From an aesthetic just... standpoint. You yeah, know? like yeah, you, it's like an iconic Scooby Doo thing. <laughs> It'd be like <laughs> if they gave Mario a gun, and then it's like, oh well, he has a hammer, and they're like. Yeah. We forgot the hammer. He's known for the hammer. Why'd we give him a gun? It's like, why'd you give her a police car? She has a vehicle. And they're like, oh, yeah, the V. Ve- yeah, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that would be a funny palette swap, though, where if you had a gun, then they just change to a hammer and he throws the hammer at him. And some guy's just lying there holding his ribs. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I mean, I think the game, what's sad is it looks good. And for people who aren't in the know, Hey, guess what? It's probably got all your favorite parts from the series. I know nothing more than what I've seen in the movies. Didn't pay attention that much. Um, I think it's one of those weird ones where it's like forgetting Rollins, Rollins, whatever her name is. Um, I feel bad for like all the thousands of people that probably worked on the game who have no opinion of her at all. Yeah. Like if they're going to get shit on as a company because of her and the game gets shit on. on no, you know she she probably just licensed. I I don't I have no idea. I don't even know if that structure. much happened. So yeah, it does suck for the people who spent hours and hours <sighs> making an open world Harry her. Potter they're game. They're like, we don't even like this. They're, we don't, we're, they're we're like, just we actually hate her. It. But yeah. like, come on, guys. 
Or what if they like made this cool, awesome wizard game, and then at the la- like the eleventh hour, they're like, "Oh, we want this to sell, so it's a Harry Potter game now." And all the devs are like, "Fuck no!" Yeah. Did y'all yeah. see the the book that she wrote recently? That's like six hundred pages longer than Dune, and it's about like a guy that's like an alt right guy on the internet, and mm-hmm. people like bully him to death, and like yeah. ha- like the entire page is like Twitter interactions put into a book. And she like sure. tried to hide it that it wasn't her, and then everyone figured out it was her, and they're like, "Wow!" Well, it's <laughs> it's part of a series. Apparently, she's been doing like this long running series of books, not under her name, so that people weren't like, "Oh, let me grab." She's like, "Oh, I'll write on my own merits." But then it's like, "But everybody knows that you wrote these, and now everybody knows that you wrote these about just people were mean to you on Twitter." Now imagine and for it- a moment if there was an open world game based off of that. <laughs> it's called every, real life, every, folks. Every corner you turn, there's another mean tweet about you. Wait till you get the Stardew Valley update with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting. All right. So, moving right along with another release, and we got the Sonic Frontiers with a new trailer that may or may not have redeemed it. And we wanted to get your guys' take. I don't know if you watch the trailers or have compared them to the original ones. Was it the one where you go supersonic? Yeah, yep. so this was the first reveal of that one, and it seems like a lot of people are much happier with what they're seeing with this latest trailer. But I, it looks the um, same to me. Com- it looks the same, but I think they sh- they finally showcased a few of his other moves. as Like, the one problem I think we saw with the first trailer was it looks so basic. Like, mm. oh, this is just going to be a few handful of combos done over and over again. The world looks small. And now they really seem to focus in on the combat, and especially now with Supersonic, you're like, oh, okay, so it's going to be a whole thing, and these giant fights you're going to have. But I'm with Kevin. Did they show something new? Because they just kind of showed him, like, running up, like, gates on a boss before, like, hitting him. It's like, they've been doing this now for a long time. That's all I need, baby. He's got to put on them laces and just go. He's got to go fast. (laughs) Got to go fast. Something to your point, Grant, like somebody pointed out on Twitter that I can't forget is, like, he doesn't ever like spin dash. I think uh, maybe that maybe that's something in the new trailers. I'm not sure, but in all the other clips they showed, he was just kicking and punching everything. But he never turned into a ball or did the things that you like to typically do as Sonic. He did it a co- couple times in this one. That that okay. that was the big thing is he just basically spin dashes everything this time. Hmm. So that's why we like him. I mean, he he just wanted to go. Fa- I still think there's the issue in an open world game. You can't do super speed right. Like, it's so hard. Like, we were talking about Spider-Man. Like, the fluid motion of swinging is done so well, and it makes you feel like him. We said, for all of its faults, Superman the movie, or Superman Returns the game, they got the flying of Superman done perfectly. I've never seen an open-world game really capture what a super speeder character could do done well and i don't think they're really going to handle it that well with sonic i think it um, i think it'd have to be more along the lines of like a racing game sort of thing i think that's probably what you would have to do like maybe not exactly in that way but i think it would have to look a lot like that you know yeah but where you actually look like you're running fast not like sonic r on the saturn where it's just yeah yeah but it's weird too because it seems like all the like the speed unlocks like you have to unlock them and it's like later in the game it's like if I'm gonna be Sonic in an open world, I just want to kind of run around everything. Like, I want to go fast. That. Yes. I feel like that kind of makes sense in a way because they're like, "Oh, we made this huge world. We don't want you to just r- 
dash through it all and miss it right away. But like yeah. late when you're later in the game, it's kind of like in Breath of the Wild how you at the DLC you finish it. It's like okay, now you have a motorcycle, you know? Right. But if they gave you that right off the bat, you'd be like, I'm never gonna walk again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I I want this game to do well, but at, at, my gut is telling me you're gonna see just crazy amounts of splits you're gonna have the sonic diehards who are like this greatest game ever and then you see everyone else be like there's like nothing in the world or that's what, what are it looks these like characters though, fighting against yeah like so what is like it just like it's a straight up one of the more blatant like breath of the wild ripoffs they even have that fucking yeah. piano score it's like oh <laughs> yep. man come on guys he, couldn't you he at least have like a the fucking... edge of a cliff and they zoom out and you're like oh. yeah <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. just like do a guitar riff. That's what Sonic's all about. He's <laughs> kicking ass, you know. But he's it, a teenager. But, yeah. yeah, he really is at, at heart, you know. Uh, and also, I think he's what I think In he's age. fifteen. Yeah. But what is like? It's just like this empty world. Like at least with like Zelda, we okay, we have NPCs, but like it's just Sonic and these giant boss robots, and then just yeah. rocks and grass. And and baby puzzles, and then yeah, some get... puzzles here and there. Yeah, and they—that's a problem I've seen so far. Is there's no real indication. Maybe they're trying to save it. Maybe they had to show Supersonic to say like, guys, we got something else. I feel like they're purposely not going to reveal Tails or Knuckles or even Eggman because they're probably trying to save it. But honestly, yeah, it doesn't look like a Sonic game with Sonic enemies. Like, but yeah, they're still saying I mean, it's like an alternate universe too. So like they're kind of teasing there won't be like, in there. But that is one mm. of those things I feel like it. it I never played any of the 3D <clears throat> Sonics. I, I've been a 2D Sonic boy my whole life. But like that is one of those things where it's like the thing that was cool about the 2D Sonics is like the intricate level design and how like how after so long it just feels like this fluid game more so like than like. Mario where like you're a little bit slower and you're meticulously jumping on things and stuff like that it's like he just goes fast and like the the going fast part is like then you go through certain things and then he like interacts with the environment differently and you just keep him going fast and it's like you gotta you gotta like do the 3d version of that I don't know if they have it sounds like they haven't I also think, like, to the point of, like, Sonic going fast in, over, like, an open-world game, part of the problem is it's, like, you have to load the map really fast, too. Yeah, like, in, exactly. in Breath of the yeah. Wild, Link is, like, just, like, he's just trotting along, and you can, yeah. you know, load it all up pretty seamlessly. But, like, Sonic, it's going to... How is that going to... Especially on the Switch? Because it's, like, they're going to have... It's going to be on, like, they're, next-gen consoles, and there's going to be a Switch version. That's going to be a mess. Well, dude, yeah. Like, Sonic Colors couldn't even do 60 frames, and that's a Wii game that they ported over. Like, I don't know how the Switch port's going to do anything, aye, really. Yeah, yeah, What's going on over there? Sonic is just... I don't know, man. Can't catch a break. No. They caught some fire with the movies, and I feel like they're trying to keep, keep it rolling. And Sonic and- Mania fucking kicked ass, and then they're just like, oh, yeah, we're not doing any more. They should okay. just keep doing that. Like I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a. And they game canceled it. They canceled the second like, one. It's unbelievable. It doesn't make sense. It, I mean, it, it, after all these years, Sega is still gonna Sega and just make like the most retarded decisions ever. And you just go, why? What are you doing? Yeah. It, yeah. You you even see like Mega Man, 
who returned to form? Was it with nine or ten? And then they kept going with those two D games up to eleven. Is it? I think eleven's so. the most recent. Yeah. Yeah, but like they decided we're gonna bring back that style with nine, and just keep doing that because that's what people love the most. Why Sonic can't do it as well? I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like I understand the you know it's like. You know, when Mario 64 came out, it was like they could have just made a side-scrolling game again or something, but like a 3D graphic one. But aren't we glad that we got something different, though, and we've kind of got spins on that and evolutions of that over the years, like 3D, 2D? Oh, yeah. Like Sonic, it's like, I mean, it just wasn't the same uh, seamless jump into 3D. Right. Like I still He's... like the Sonic. I think that adventure games are very, you know, very fun. Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are awesome. They have, you know, a couple problems, but overall, it's like I, I, like I said, I understand the, you know, you want to see something change and evolve and grow and not stay static and the same thing the whole time. Yeah. But it's like with Sonic, hey, we, you, you guys tried, I, you guys did try a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then you went it's back to working. what you did right, <laughs> and we all like that, and it's just right. like at that point, maybe you just don't try anymore. Yeah. Or, like, try something that's completely different. Like, I mean, even, like, the, the Mega Man games, I know that, uh, I don't know when it's supposed to come out, but, like, the uh, they're supposed to re-release the um, Battle Network games, and I don't know if you guys played those, but that was, like, oh, we took Mega Man and we put him in a different type of game, and they made a couple of them, and then they stopped making them, and it's, like, okay, well, you know, you can <laughs> like, go and why? play those or you don't have to play those. But it's it, mm-hmm. it does suck that it's, like, yeah, they made that flip to 3D, and then they only ever made 3D, and it never got better. And they never <laughs> yeah. went, oh, let's maybe go back to the things that people liked. They were just, like, no, we're just going to keep. And it's, like, but just, you keep fucking up. Do you think there's one guy? Do... That's... <laughs> Sorry, Brad, go ahead. No, I was going to say, they're trying to, like, Nintendo is good now with, like, and if we're being honest, Sonic was a competitor to Super Mario in that franchise for a very, very limited time. and Very small amount of time. And yeah. and it's like, they're not the same level, and they think they are, and they're trying to make the same shithead decisions that Nintendo makes, which is, I'll just keep reselling you the same shit repackaged in different versions, and you'll buy it and love it. Sonic doesn't produce the same quality shit at the end of the day you want to go fast to sonic it works best in 2d unfortunately just give people what they want it, you know but the sonic have... fans do buy it every time that's the problem do they have yeah, some there are sort a lot of like less a sonic Mario fans. racing game like that would because i feel like that would be yeah. like an interesting like do they well, there was Sonic R, uh, was it on Sega Saturn or something? On a Saturn, yeah. And no, I mean, like, like, like a more recent. Sonic yeah, there thing. is a Sonic, I think it's called like Sonic uh, Team All Stars Sonic Racing. Racing. Yeah, yeah. Transformed it all. Uh, and okay. it's like, it, it's all. It's not what you think, though. They're like racing in cars and stuff. Yeah, it's uh, a Mario Kart clone, but it's a good one. It's like one of the good ones. So. Yeah, because I would say, like, I mean, that'd even be like a reasonable direction is just uh, make a Mario Kart clone, but uh, put them on feet. Just make them run really quick. I would like, why wouldn't you do that? Why? Do that, or I would even accept, do it all Sonic with all the characters. Do a fighting game. Throw a character fighting Fuck game. It. The Sonic universe. Like, Might as well. Nickelodeon Just did it. Try it. Yeah. Warner They're, Brothers is doing it. Yeah. Call some Fuck cops it. on Shadow, and you're good to go. <laughs> like, yeah. What else you got to do? There are some good... There there were a couple good ones. Um, there was like Sonic the Fighters, the arcade game, and there was Sonic Battle on Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. But again, those were a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're still talking 20 years ago. It's like, shit. Yeah. Maybe some yeah. guy at Sega is just like, all right, we're due for a good three, 3D one. Like, we, we have to be due at this point. We're going to trip over ourselves and do it. But I would even, you know what, as ridiculous as it is, what is that, like, horror Sonic.exe or something? Oh, that's odd. Yeah. Make a Sonic horror game. Like, I just fucking go crazy. Like, go out of the box and do something unexpected. Like, make it legit, like, Five Nights at Freddy's, but with Sonic EXE. Like, I don't know. Just do something. I could see it. Because you, you got to freshen it up. That's all I'll say. Metal Sonic's just eating uh, Tails' guts to start the yeah. game. <laughs> but yeah. Damn, I, I know all you want is Sonic Hentai, but you can't get that. Right. I already have that in spades. I don't need an official game for that. <laughs> they should just Can lean into that at this point. I mean, that's like the most people are getting out of Sonic at this point. Like, <laughs> just release Hentai. Yeah, it's either the movies or Rouge DeviantArt. There's no in between at this mm-hmm. point. Officially licensed. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, speaking of officially is. licensed and, uh, mm-hmm. well, we'll finish this off real quick because obviously the biggest news story that just happened over the weekend right before this episode, Grand Theft Auto 6, all the goddamn leaks that have been going on and all the links that I posted below are all being copyright claimed now by Rockstar. Yep. So. You, you can look, you can search, and do your own stuff to find the clips. But, yeah, uh, probably one of the biggest game leaks of all time coming up until this point. Yeah, some so, of the links you got here in the Google Doc no longer work. Yeah, they worked as of this oh, morning. I forgot about the Google been on Doc. Hair. I should have been looking at the Google Doc the whole time. It would have given me more things to Google while y'all are talking about <laughs> things that I don't know anything about. Well, you know, for <laughs> once, it's nice not to look at one. Yeah, honestly, fuck your Google Doc. <laughs> You know I what? I agree. I it's not a great it. one. I don't want it. Well, well, Brian here, tells me this all the time. <laughs> but here's the funny thing with it: of in an age where I feel like everything is leaked, it, it, I do think back, and Rockstar has been pretty damn good about keeping shit like under wraps. It is kind of crazy. This is the first game because I look back like GTA Five, GTA Four. It never had leaks like this. So the fact that we're seeing a GTA Six re- like leak and all these people like obviously they're getting copyright strikes and all this stuff but yeah i don't know how it got leaked who leaked it but you know it was a 16 year old from uh germany or the netherlands something like that so it turns out over like over the past day or so like everyone's been finding out all the information about the uh leaker so uh, so apparently one guy pretended to be the leaker and he did a ransom with uh, Rockstar and they gave him $100,000 worth of Bitcoin. And oh it turns out he wasn't the guy. So he Jesus just ran away with 100 k from Rockstar. <laughs> Holy shit. Hell, well, uh, the biggest form of theft in the United States that uh, outweighs every other form of theft by like orders of magnitude is wage theft. And that is uh, committed by large corporations uh, so, I mean, you're kind of morally right to steal from them. Especially from it's... Rockstar, who's been in yeah. so many controversies lately. I was going to say, it's probably like a assault. disgruntled employee. No, who released, that's what like, I thought it. at first. But apparently, uh, an online hacker forum admin claims that an individual behind the leak and Uber hacks is none other than uh, Laspis or something. He's a 16-year-old sure. boy from the UK, and Read he's already breached... He's already breached Octa, Samsung, NVIDIA, Microsoft, Ubisoft, and a whole bunch of other shit. And he's been arrested earlier this year, too. Uh, so apparently some a, UK super hacker. He's doing it for the queen. It's just a hard working going for the going for some coins. That's all. 
<laughs> He's not yeah, even one of the coins. I, I heard the source code leak too. I know that's a big deal. I don't know how big of a deal it is because I don't fully know where that is, to be what honest. It is. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds bad. And it's <laughs> almost morphed into like its own culture war on Twitter where it's like you either oh, have good. to be like few, like full on Brr, this is bad. This is like, you know, all these poor devs who worked on this, blah, blah, blah. It's delayed for two years where you just go, I don't really care. So it's like it's like two sides of the coin where we just go, oh, that's kind of cool. And then everyone calls you like a Nazi or an asshole for like not supporting the devs in this hard time or whatever. I love that you have to have a staunch opinion on uh, children's programming and video <laughs> games nowadays. I, like, I was going to say children's programming know. like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, or video games. Yeah, so like, what is I, is there a Red Dead remake coming out too? I see that here as well. Yeah, I, it was a canceled one from uh, like a year or two ago, but the oh, same okay. hacker found like all the footage that they were working on on that, and he like threw that out there too to show like kind of like what they were working on. And like see. the the least if you can find them at this point, like they do look cool. Like there's not a lot to them. It's just like characters walking around or aiming a gun with like you it's know the pre alpha group... footage. Yeah, so like it's not even remotely close to how it's gonna look. But even now, it looks pretty goddamn good now of course people are freaking out because like apparently hookers are making you ask them for what your pronouns are before you pick them up or some shit like that or uh there's other kind of stuff that everyone's like picking their political sides on i'm just like fuck god god forbid uh that media reflects the way that like people interact in real life nowadays would a hooker do that though i wonder Maybe I don't know. I I literally would have no idea how. <laughs> don't to you lie. Find don't you out. don't you lie, Luigi. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like like it's just been a thing that like people have found a new way to argue with about. So Rockstar did today tweet basically like, yeah, we got hacked, but we're not letting this impact our schedule and shit like that. So it could turn out to be a nothing burger. And then, like, it turns out that, like, Half-Life 2 had a massive hack before it came out, and Nintendo's had a bunch of them over the years. So, mm-hmm. it could be nothing, but it's just, like, everyone's, like, it's another thing for people to pick a side and start arguing about. And I just I just don't care anymore. And Here's going a question. back to an earlier conversation, not to cut you off, but yeah, uh, favorite type of burger, one with an egg on it. Least favorite type of burger, one with nothing on it. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. The fuck's the point of that? At least put some gravy on it and take off the bun and just have burger with gravy. Yeah. So a hungry man Salisbury sure. steak? Yeah, exactly. But no, but like, here's my question. Has a leak ever hurt a game? I feel like it doesn't do anything but generate more eyes for a game. Like, oh, I, I, I don't know. Like, like I really think about that. We've seen, I've seen leaks of so many games at this point and like footage you weren't supposed to see. It didn't ruin the game for me. It made me probably more interested in the game. It's different with, like, other forms of media. I feel like if, like, a movie leaks, then it's like, oh, shit. Or, like, album leaks are, like, if you leak an album, it's like, you leak the album. It's it's like, yeah, you have no purpose of buying it. If you leak a game, it's like, I'm not going to watch footage of something that's not even complete. Like, I don't care. I'm not even going to watch gameplay footage at all. Let alone, do I care if someone leaks? What, like, whatever. Who cares? But yeah, it's they, just kind of like act. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like, like, oh, kind of like oh, how embarrassing it. moment. You know, ooh, how embarrassing. Ooh. We got yeah. stolen from. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If anything, it's like, okay, cool. You got leaked. I don't like. 
that's not going to stop me from getting the game or I'm not going to not get it because I saw some shitty footage of an early development. Like, yeah. It it just doesn't matter, as, like you just said, Grant. It doesn't matter as much as it does with music, with movies. Yeah, if you see a full leaked movie, okay, I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not and going to And also, the like with the video game, it's like up until they release it, they can always like change it. So yeah. it's like, or after, like, even, or yeah. after. These days, more so it. after they're just like, oh, this game's not really ready, but we have a deadline. So here, buy this crap, and then we'll fix it later. I just, you know, guys, the sad part is, Rockstar doesn't make that much money. So you know, they're they're hurting out there. So you know they we gotta support them. They're they're the poor little guy. Yeah, Whatever support small business. That's what I'm saying. They're in, they're basically an indie developer. So you gotta support them. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> Who owns Rockstar Games? Do you know? Like what major corporate conglomerate? Is it like uh, Blackstone? Do they or BlackRock? I mean. <laughs> BlackRock. BlackRock. Buying up all the housing and putting out GTA. <laughs> Buying. <laughs> <laughs> All the housing and the automobiles. Take two interactive. Ah, whatever. And they're owned by uh, it's a holding company based by in New York, but whatever. Black, I don't give a fuck. I don't know any of this shit. So it doesn't matter. Guys, their revenue last year was only three point three billion. They're hurting. Oh. All right. So I'm sure oh, three point two billion went to like the CEO and yeah. just everybody <laughs> else is just like, sorry, uh everybody's laid off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the next nothing controversy because like last year, like oh we're gonna have a female protagonist, and then like all the grifters are just like oh my my my. It's like who gives a shit. It's a GTA game. And well, now like, it's like it's a female and a male one you can have. So, yeah, and like you can switch between like who gives a fuck? Just you're gonna buy it anyway. And you're yeah. gonna play it. Like no one cares. Like, stop. <laughs> but I Jim, think I'm just sick of the internet. I think I'm done. What, Jim? It's about time. You 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 need you need a Twitter break. I do need a harsh titter break. That is that is very true. I need a full internet cleanse of my <laughs> fucking psyche. <laughs> no, but yeah, so that, you know, we'll follow. We'll see if anything else comes out. You guys won't be able to see footage. I was going to put the video here of the GTA 6, but everything's copyright stricken. Yeah, don't put it in the video feeds because the whole video yeah. will get taken down by Rockstar now. So probably for the best. Exactly. So with that, uh, Grant, Kev... We want to thank you guys once again so much for coming on. As we said at the beginning, check all the links below. Make sure to subscribe to these guys on all the platforms. Check them out. Make sure you watch them. We're going to put our old episodes with them and on their show as well. And with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone, and cheers. Cheers. cheers Thanks for having us. See you, Space Luigi. <laughs>